another Tuesday, b- b- break a lesser man. <laughs> the hot mic. Yeah. So. But yeah. The passing of Bobby Knight, the general. Could you have played for Bobby? You played. <laughs> I couldn't even play for my damn high school team. <laughs> I mean, you know what you're saying, man. <laughs> um. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would have bothered me. I, I, that's the type of stuff. I would actually find some of it funny. <laughs> like I would, you know. I don't think it bothered me like that. Where I'd mentally collapse or whatever, fall apart. Because the kids have played for Bobby. Um. Camden, hell no. <laughs> Camden couldn't play for me. <laughs> Bryson, maybe. It, Bryson, the whole thing with Bryson is if what you're saying is actually right, Yeah. I don't think he cares how you say it, but God forbid you say something that's wrong. Right. The, the, the respect just drops like off of a cliff, and then you're done. Like, he's... He doesn't forgive people like that. It's not forgiven. No. <laughs> I gotta send him this clip. Could you have played for him? Could I have played for Bobby Knight? Uh, nah, man. You know why I could have played for Bobby Knight, too? I'm an elite screener. Oh, yeah. I, you haven't noticed? No, yeah, but yeah, but he uh, loves screening. Yeah, he loves the grit, the grit guys. The I'd guys be that guy. I'd be that guy. Yeah. Like he go, can we get anybody else to sit a screen? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> no, that's. If I had four pinks and Steve Alford, we'd win a national title. <laughs> screen these guys into oblivion. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, <laughs> there was a story I, <laughs> I thought this was pretty funny. Um, you know, like like several years back, uh, the, like players would start wearing those like those GPS vests, like and they would track like your you know output of energy and so forth during things. So at FSU, we had a receiver back in the day, like when Jimbo was there, Rashard Green. He was like really good at like running routes and like really detailed guy. And what they found out was, like, in practice, he would kill it. And then for a while, like, in games, he wasn't, like, performing at the level of his practices. And they were kind of, like, baffled. But then when they looked at his GPS tracker information, they realized that they were using him for, like, all the example routes. And so he was, like, working way harder than the other receivers. And by game day, he was, like, burnt out. (laughs) Because anytime they wanted to show somebody how to do it, they'd be like, Richard, hey, do this. (laughs) His best reps were, like, left on the practice field. (laughs) And then, like, once they kind of, like, like, monitored his workload, it got, like, he got more productive in games. (laughs) It was kind of funny. That sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a practice guy, Bubba. No. You don't ever work on your shooting. You just show up on game day and start draining them. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you're like. I had enough practice back in the day, man. I the guess last so. my life I kept it in the tank. Yeah. Where did you do all this practice? It wasn't for the Winter Park Wildcats. <laughs> Dude, at the Winter Park Rec Center, man. <laughs> okay. Edenville Back Park. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that was enough practice, man. I guess. Uh, 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 where, where was the other place? Yeah, but. Just playing ball, man, all over the place. But no, like, were you, 
When you, but were you just a ball player, or did you actually like work on your? No, I mean, especially in, in high school, you know, guys that like don't have a beat to make the team, like yeah. you know, like me and said, we'll go out and shoot a whatever hundred, hundred fifty shots every day. Oh, okay. We're doing drills. He was good enough to, um, he was good enough to train with Dion. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. But you weren't even good enough to train. <laughs> Dion, you had to pay Dion, right? But he'll take on like. He'll take on like one or two poor projects. Guys from the hood, yeah. <laughs> Not projects, but guys who just couldn't Good pay. Day. Okay. But but they, you had to have some promise, man. Like and you, you never showed enough time. promise. No, I didn't show enough. <laughs> you were just a waste. This one time, time. <laughs> this one time, Big Darius, Big Darius, um, Big Darius was at one of the, <laughs> the trainers, right? Yeah. And uh, I was over there. We was playing twenty one on the other side while Dion was training the kids. And yeah. um, I'm just it's on. It's just a day. I'm just going crazy. I'm hitting every fucking thing. Like it's Big Darius. So. And he walked off. He's like, kid, he's like, damn, how old are you? What grade are you in? He, I was like, uh, I'm in the 12th. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and walked off. <laughs> nothing I can do for you, son. <laughs> nothing I can do. I'll never forget that. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's funny. Like he was going to adopt me or something, move yeah. me in and yeah. like really put some... Yeah. Invested me. If I would have said ninth grade or something, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> kids out there, if you're watching the show, we do think this is a kid show. Um, get if anybody comes up to you on a hot day and asks you what grade you're in, tell them ninth. <laughs> I don't care if you got a full beard and two kids, tell them you're in ninth grade. Stick to it. <laughs> oh man, let's start the show. Hey yo, Rand, turn that up. They want me to be who I'm destined to be I'ma shine in the dark, yeah, the light, that's me I've been all on my lonely, I'm a 2D No, I couldn't forgive how they all did me I've been all on the road, out the trenches No, they didn't believe in my vision Once again, I'm all on my pivot We keep spinning, we don't got a limit Okay, I'm in and I'm winning I was in the blind You left me free to have too much pain And I can't deal with it, I can't get it out my head And we gon' cross the party, cross the party And I
Welcome back. You guys are back. Back on the Bench Podcast with Bubba and Pink. Home of sports, music, and mayhem. Got my on-brand shirt on. It's pink. <laughs> we got a good show for you guys today. Uh, no, and don't forget that On the Bench Podcast is available on all, and I do mean all, podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Um, and yeah, let's show you here. What, what are we at here, man? I, uh, is this it? Yes, this is it. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, the fire artist EA Longway in the building today. He's going to join us, and we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything. We're going to be talking about his EP that he has out. We're going to be talking some college football with Deion Sanders and the um, and the uh, college football rankings that was just released yesterday or today. One of those yesterday, yesterday last night. Yeah, so um, those and you know that will contribute to the real uh, playoff, the teams that are voted in for the playoffs and et cetera. All right, uh, going to be talking some NFL, NBA with Wimby, some Kodak, uh, some uh, Joe Smith, wife, OnlyFans, porn star, all that type of stuff, man. <laughs> all that good stuff. Your boy Josh McDaniels got fired today. My boy Josh. <laughs> I was a fan of Josh because he got my boy Tebow in the first round and had him looking pretty good. So Josh is, will always be a dear friend of mine. Really? <laughs> I, I think he's among the worst NFL head coaches in the history of football. If you want to spin it that way, I like him. <laughs> he is like, he has objectively it. sucked in every head job he's ever had. And he's also like been this like magnet for just dysfunction. I, I like to think he wasn't that bad in his first stint. Okay. Um, you like to think that, but 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 uh, he has struggled, man. He struggled. It, it's it's so important to get that quarterback position right, too, man. Yeah. You know, it, it, well, you know, he wasn't going to get much done with Jimmy G, who they benched. I was on record a long time ago saying Jimmy G's not that guy. Yeah. He's another one of those guys who's not that guy. Yeah. A lot of them funnel through that Forty Nine er system, man. They look good while they're there, though. Well, you know, but. I said, like, with the Super Bowl performance and the playoff run when they got to the Super Bowl, like, they hid him. They didn't really trust him. And that tells you that they that he's not the guy. Yeah. He kind of came, you know, he won a couple games with the Patriots and then makes his way out to the 49ers and, it, you know, started kind of okay. But, you know, he has a hard time staying healthy. And in when they played their best, it was hiding him. He, you, was, you Anne, know, he it, was Anne Frank in the attic writing a diary. They would... <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> they were trying to uh, push uh, uh, Tom Brady out yeah. for him. And I'm sure that, that was a lot of that was probably my guy, Josh. <laughs> probably. Hey, Bill, you need to get this done, man. He's the new guy. He's next. <laughs> He's guy. Tom's at his time. We've had enough of this Tom guy. We've had enough of this Tom guy. He's not going to win anymore. Come Tom on, doesn't man. have a lot of tread left on the tires. <laughs> he just doesn't, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tom goes on and win. Look more. at Jimmy G's jawline. <laughs> All right, Josh, why don't you fuck him? <laughs> Well, they're both fucked now. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. They fucked each other. It came out well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Oh, um, it is. Uh, I wanted to... Um, I, I hope he never gets a job again. Come on, man. I don't even want him to be head coach of a high school team. <laughs> he could coach some offense, though, man. He'll get a coordinator job and Be a tomorrow. coordinator and stay yeah, yeah, in your yeah. box, man. He'll get a coordinator stay job Stay in your box, man. But well, the Patriots will probably invite him back. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like a friends. lifetime deal yeah, yeah. with Bill Belichick. <laughs> every time he leaves, every time he gets fired, he <laughs> comes, come back. comes right back. Right. 
Yeah, build that stock back up. I mean, there's an argument to be said that if you actually went to better teams, like you could say that, like you know, build kind of lets them out to fuck teams up and pull it back. <laughs> if he was going to rivals. Or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know who really needs him is the Dolphins. <laughs> Let's send Josh down to Miami. What do you say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. It's Seriously. a fucking double agent. <laughs> I went to uh oh yeah I mean yeah yes I do. I went to start here with this Kodak thing and then we'll get EA on here. What's with the calisthenics on the right? Yeah, so it's a lot going on here, man. So <laughs> apparently so. You know Kodak started Some squat thrusts, <laughs> burpees, whatever. Kodak went on drink champs and um, I almost brought it up last week because there was a lot of social media. Uh, talk about how he was on there and people said he's on too many drugs and he's looking bad and he need to pray for Kodak and this, this, and that. And, and um, I love the notion that you could be on too many drugs. <laughs> Not because just one. Th- right. there's, because that <laughs> implies that there is a proper a amount problem. of drugs to be on. <laughs> and um, and so, you know, a couple of celebrities tacked on to that as well, right? So they was on there and, uh, and Ray J came down pretty hard on, on, on Kodak talking about uh, he was acting a, a, a ass in Trump's place, and this, this, and that, and um, and then Kodak responded, was like, "Man, I like in in, in the clip of saying how he'll 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 fight Ray J and beat his ass and things like that, and he's just you know trying to be like Boosie and 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 talk talk about a person when he's down already or whatever the case may be." And so then Ray J was like, well, yeah, I'll fight you because then that means you have to get in shape. And if you have to get in shape, that means you're off drugs. And then I'm helping you and I'm helping the community. <laughs> and then da, 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 da. So, yeah, we can fight. Let's set it up. And he, so, really, he really took the chess approach to that. <laughs> and so in true Kodak fashion, <clears throat> and the reason why he's one of my favorite artists, because he, like, you know, he knows he doesn't get any fucking cool points if he ends up, whatever, killing Ray J or fighting Ray J. It's lose-lose. If you fight and win, it's a lose. If you fight and lose, it's a fucking big lose. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it's just not even worth going back and forth over and over and over again. So he releases that that footage, that video of him like working out and <laughs> trying to get ready for this fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just funny. He's a fucking character. Yeah. And that's why one of the reasons why he's that way he's at. But the whole thing about And then your workout includes nothing related to actual fighting. <laughs> he's doing yeah, burpees. There's no bag work. There's no, <laughs> nothing. Just just general calisthenics over Well, I here. guess if you're truly out of shape, you probably do have to start there. I guess. I guess. Like, if you're truly out of shape. But, but let's, I, I want to move to do this. Let's leave fighting to the professionals. Yeah. Uh, we've seen enough, like, half-cock fights with these guys that aren't really fighters. I don't think we have seen enough. Why? <laughs> you know what we need? Enough. We need a ring fatality. Of a celebrity. Celebrity death match. That, like, no, no, it wouldn't have to be an intentional day. death match. But we need some celebrity to step in the ring with another celebrity and get killed yeah. in the ring. <laughs> then we can move past we'll Stop all of it. Huh? Stop the foolishness. Uh, because, well, I mean, I do want to say hats off to uh, Francis Ngannou, who fought Tyson Fury over the weekend. And some say he won the fight. He yeah. knocked Fury down. He did. He did. Yeah, this is essentially undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. But he is a kickboxer, though. Ngannou was not really a kickboxer. He had some. He, he was has, more of an MMA guy. MMA. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. They no, but, used but, their legs. And the but fight. the idea, I mean, you're going against the reigning heavyweight champion. Yeah. 
the idea that most people thought is he would just get clearly outboxed. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, be able yeah. to do anything, and, and like he legitimately almost won the fight. He could have won the fight on the scorecards. Yeah, and so I would I, again. I, I say this to say, let the professionals do their thing. If you're some type of YouTuber, you know, music guy, movie guy, just do that, man. Just stay out of the ring. Don't embarrass the sport. And as the public, stop absorbing this stuff. Like, stop paying for bad fights. But some would be incredibly funny, and I would ju- I, you just well, have what to pay what fight? Okay, what Kodak and Ray J is not appealing, so that fight. But, no, but what would, what fight so. with with these sort of celebrities or random dudes has actually been funny? I mean, I, I no it, because they haven't. It hasn't happened. Well, no, we've had a the lot ones of these I the ones I want to see, like that, like the ones that were rumored to be, and like um, Who you know, you the, the Soldier Boy, and uh, when he was doing, when he, like I would I would pay to watch Soldier Boy get his ass whooped if it was get somebody intriguing, like like if Stephen A. Smith was to fight Skip Bayless, like that's I would pay to see this type <laughs> I of would stuff. Not. I know, I know, I know it's two, dumb. like miserably out of shape old men, <laughs> like flailing away it. at each other. <laughs> I would, I mean, I might pay to have like three guys off the street <laughs> beat the piss out of Skip Bayless. Like, I I would probably pay for that, you know? I mean, I, but not just to, I mean, if that's the thing, if I don't like the person and I want them to take a beating, I want like professionals to do that. <laughs> like, I don't want another, you know, out of shape non fighter do it. Oh. That just isn't going to happen. EA, you want to make your way up here? Yes, sir, yes, sir. I appreciate you. But yeah, I, I got, it. I, I, I understand. And we talked about it before when it was, when they had. I think it was with the Soldier Boy situation. So I understand the professionals, right? Professionals do blah blah blah. But I just think if you got, if you have real beef with somebody and 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 and, and, and things like that, I think it's okay. You know what I mean? Do it get like your, the '90s. Just get somebody shot. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen to. Biggie and Tupac, we can certainly shoot fucking Soldier Boy. <laughs> What's going on, EA? What it do, man? How you doing? How y'all doing? We're good. We're much, good. Man, yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was long ready way, for some artist. bad fighting. And- <laughs> <laughs> you got any comments on this, man, about the Kodak situation and him going from, um, uh, uh, you know, even speaking on the Drink Champs uh, interview that he had? Uh, on there and the backlash that's coming down from it. I mean, yeah, a lot of people said Kodak seemed like he was off drugs and high, but I think he was genuinely just being a Florida a Florida nigga. If I, you know, what I'm saying? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, honestly, like if you understand the lingo, I don't think Kodak was like like just really gone. You know, like I think he was just being himself. You feel me? Like you know, like being an artist is like acting. You feel me? You got to play that, that that image, that role. So I, I I could see it. He was just playing that role. Like, you know. That's, that was your take last week, that's, kind of. Yeah, that's my take. Like, this guy knows what he's doing. I, like, I, I, of course, I think so, too. Now, now, could there be, like, you know, worst case scenario, whatever, cause could there be an issue, a case, like it's a DMX type of thing where, you know, this guy, it, it could be an underlying serious drug problem? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Even then... He's a he's a fucking superstar. He's making a lot more money than us. He's a lot, you know. He's 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 been successful with his fucking recipe. If he wants to go out uh, and kill himself with a, a billion pounds of drugs, let him fucking do it. He's mm-hmm. a fucking superstar. You know what I mean? Everything he touches, like that that interview on Drink Champs, did a million overnight. 
Like, you know, they, they, they tried four or five times to get him on that show. They don't get any fucking young artist on that show they, for a reason. They get a bunch of old guys to talk about their careers, and mm. you know what I mean? And, and, and people love to see that. There's a reason. Like, you know, so if that, if that is the case, which I don't believe to be true, you know what I mean? He went live the very next day and seemed fucking awesome to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I took away from the video other things that I just, for the life of me, I can't understand why nobody was bringing up. Like, like the man digs in his nose every fucking <laughs> 10 seconds. How does nobody, like, uh, uh, have a problem with this? He's digging in his nose every 10 seconds, and then he got to go dap up nowhere and go dap no and nobody is fucking talking about that. Man. You know what I mean? Does he ever pull a nugget out of there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh. And then the man, he lights up his fucking weed like it, like, like damn man, is it ever going to get lit he's lighting that thing mm. up the entire two hours okay <laughs> like literally he's lighting up the same fucking cigar for two hours okay nobody talks about that and and i always think it's interesting how um he he, he addresses things like like head on like you know and, and um uh, like the ti and um situation with big boy um was trying to get him kicked off the uh, off atlantic records that was back we talked about this on the show when um he had those uh, comments about Lloyd London and um, yeah, yeah, and things like that. And then T.I. Big Boy was trying to get him kicked off the label mm. just because he says, you know, hey, if you need somebody respectful and things like that, I, you know, I could be that good man for you. You know, like so, <laughs> somebody's going to be there, for, try to be her. Somebody's going to try to be there for her anyway. Yeah. What's yeah. so fucking terrible about it? It's not like you said, let me come and fuck the shit out of you, which <laughs> all of us is thinking anyway. It's, he didn't even say that. You know what I mean? And he was young too. He was super. Yeah, this yeah. was a minute ago. Yeah, like, you know what I, mean? I remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you remember the movie Wedding Crashers? Yeah. The, the Will Ferrell character is like, hey, I guess we're going to funerals. Yeah. <laughs> Weddings are old news. <laughs> I'm going to doing funerals. <laughs> Smashing the window. Yeah. Kodak was just following Will Ferrell. <laughs> you guys don't have anything bad to say about Will Ferrell. That's right. He's a comedic genius. Let him live. Let him live. That's, that's all I'm saying, man. Let him live, man. Let him live, man. But um, but yeah, but the whole Ray J and thing is never gonna happen, and I and it wouldn't be funny to see it happen. Mm-hmm. But I just liked his reaction of like <laughs> like doing a little Rocky workout or something. Man. That was hilarious. how old Ray J? He's gotta be getting up there. Yeah, Ray J gotta be getting up there, right? Yeah. Well, he was he was a child star on that show, right? I don't know if that child star in a Kim Kardashian video. No, in the show <laughs> on the TV show. Oh, but yeah, that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta thank Kardashian for something if you're Ray J, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but uh so yeah, I'm thinking maybe 37, 38. Oh, okay. I was thinking mm-hmm. maybe forty, but hey. He could be. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports music and mayhem. We're available on all and I do me all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Uh so EA, you 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 dropped the uh uh a, a EP? Or yes, is it dropping sir. soon? Yes, sir. I dropped the EP in July, I believe, but I'm pushing to drop another one this month or the beginning of uh, December. So the I Am is the song that's off of the new one? No, nah, that's a single. That, that's just a single. That's just a single? Yeah, just a single. Okay, so I've been dropping all year long, to be real, like I've been on go. So, you know. Okay, okay. So you may not even plan to put that on the... the mm-hmm, 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 okay, mm-hmm, okay, 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 okay. Whatever I drop, just, just that, that's it. That's, it's done. It's history. So. Why, why, why is that? I like creating music to be honest. Like I just I just like making music. Like I probably got five hundred songs just 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 in my in my music files just because. 
Now, what 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 kind of artist would you label yourself to be, right? Because it, it, it's not classic, like it's not like a it's not hip hop, and mm-hmm. it's not really rap. Mm-hmm. What it what is it? I mean, do you know? Like, I mean, I mean, like, have you thought about it or? I mean, Somebody I thought about you. it. I mean, I feel like, I mean, lately I've been transitioning to rock, but I just feel like I'm a, like a, a pure artist, you feel me? I just like to create, you feel me? Just like I paint it, just paint paint a picture. I just, you know, whatever come on my mind, I paint it, you know? Like today I just did, I did a rock song and a, and a, and a, and like, like a, a trap song, just just cause, you feel me? So right. I just look at it as, you know, I'm an artist for real. I think it's a really unique and dope, like, lane or angle, like rap rock. And it is a, a, a few of those guys, and they are, like, you know, crazy successful, especially when you can blend the crowds and, the, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's over there where the money is at. Yeah, a lot of people relate to it, so. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, is that what you get from a lot of um people who who, who really uh, listen and, and follow your music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I be getting DMs, like, people be like, I don't want to say, like, well, they they be expressing themselves, and you know, like some one one person said they almost committed suicide. I don't know if I can put it out there, but he said he almost committed suicide. But he was like, he, he see me like making music, listening to what I'm saying, you know, following my dreams. He 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 was as as inspiration, you know, to stay alive. So you know, I I, I hear some of that on a daily sometimes. So like I I I definitely use it as inspiration, you know, to, just to keep creating. That's pretty wild. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. know. I was like, dang, I ain't even know it hit like that, but yeah, it it, it for sure do though. When you say like five hundred songs or whatever, like is this stuff that's been recorded or stuff that like is in your head in a concept? Oh, been recorded. Been, I mean, like yeah, I mean, been, yeah, been recorded. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what what goes into in your, what's your process? Say, well, I'm I want to release this now versus maybe twenty other songs you got. I mean, this stage. year it's like everything been like gas no breaks you know like I, I had got signed to equity distribution you know so they've been having me on on this like little game plan you know so it's been all gas no breaks so you know whatever I, it's, te- it's typically whatever i choose but at the same time i still gotta like understand what my fans want to hear you know like like what's what's appealing to the crowd so it's 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 a mixture you know of, of knowing and, and still wanting to do what i want to do at the end of the day though so have, have you performed with the band yet not with an actual band, I don't think so. I nah, not yet, not yet, not with an actual could band. Could you see yourself doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, right. of course, I do, I do. You think that sure. like that add that add? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, to definitely to a it it at least to a different crowd. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think like a live live band creates a different energy. Definitely, when definitely. You're doing it live. I know a bass player, by the way. <laughs> okay, okay. Plug me in. And a, dry, and a drummer. <laughs> we know right. both. So we're halfway yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> I've been learning how to play the guitar, so, you know. Yeah, no, my right, son's yeah. a bass player, so. Okay, I that's cool, yeah. Like, we stuff, definitely so, got to link out to this, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I, I think that'd be really dynamic is to have a, you know, have you performed live much? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, This year, nah, due to, you know, a lot of, like, personal issues, but, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. perform uh, perform a lot, though. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, what, so, <laughs> As you're working on this uh, new EP, but mm-hmm. what's more important to you right now? Just dropping more singles, you know, create more of a bigger buzz, or are you really like working on this singular project here? Mm, it's ba- it's following up from my last my my last mixtape, you know, like basically yeah, creating a bigger buzz at this point, you know, like my numbers were great from my last mixtape. So I'm like, you know, if I if I keep feeding them, you know, it, it'll just keep growing, you know. So why not stop? I mean, why stop? You know. Are you are you familiar with this uh the the OMG the Orlando Media Group the rap tournament and, and 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 if you are like did you think about getting in it? I mean yeah, Is shout out so- to uh Chief you know I, I for chat I me mean, you know like um 
So you know about, uh, yeah, so yeah. So I, I know about it. I mean, I feel like it just wasn't more so my my lane, you know. Yeah. yeah so I, I stayed away from it. I thought about it, but I was like, I don't think I could really benefit benefit from it at this point in my, in my career. So yeah. I, I I stayed away from it. I mean, it was it was fifty fifty though. I tend to agree with that because it's not, it's yeah. Your your music doesn't say like anything like uh like rap competition like, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's not like you're trying to out rap anybody you're you're creating a vibe and an energy like yeah. and, and trying to connect to some you know connect to people yeah. on a different level that was more saying? so like a like a lyrical rap like more so like a, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like i'm trying to you know yeah out rap you bar for bar rapidly, you know? rapidly rap mm-hmm. you know and it's a lane for everything you yeah. know? Rapidly, rapidly, i definitely rap. know my lane <laughs> yeah <laughs> in terms of your lane though like when, when you look back in your process of becoming an artist like who are who are some artists before you that you kind of drew some inspiration from or, or felt you know kind of Maybe you're modeling a little bit after. Before me, I mean, I could say like Kanye, a little bit of little Snoop. But you know, while I was making music, like Juice World, like No Capish, um, NBA Young Boy, you know, um, okay, a little bit of Thanks so much, you know, a couple of bands here and there. So, in terms of the rock element, where do you get that from? <laughs> I feel like I always had it in me, you know, like growing up, we all used to listen to Camp Rock, you know, watch all the little Disney rock star movies. So, you know, I just feel like I always had it in me, you know, so, yeah, I definitely, I definitely like, like rock music for sure, so. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the other artists now, like more mainstream artists that that are in that lane? Because I'm trying to think, I know I know some, I know I do, like, like, um, how, how, how much of a connection would you draw to, I know Triple H, not with us no more, but like Triple X. Is that too far on that side? Triple A, you mean? I'm a Triple X, yeah, tri- right? Trippy Red? No, XXX. XXX, um, the dude who got shot in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't, I, I'm here now, here now, yeah. I, yeah, I, that's yeah. a little strong on that side on the rap rock because he some some of his sounds are really strong on that. I mean, I, he started like a new type of a new type of vibe to me. I want to say it was rock, like okay, okay, okay. It was, mm, I mean, it's kind of like a sad, <laughs> sad rap. I, mean, I don't know. It was, a, it was definitely a new a new genre though, to be real. Yeah, but it had like a like a haunting dark vibe. To mm, it. Yeah, yeah, more than more than a, like a. Energized rock vibe. Right, right. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But you were you gonna say trippy? Or you just thought I was saying trippy? I thought you were saying trippy oh, red. Okay, okay. But yeah, trippy trippy red. Trippy is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah trippy is one. That was gonna say that was a good yeah. name, Joe. Trippy red. Okay, okay. You stumbled into that one, didn't you? I just stumbled <laughs> into it, right? <laughs> I thought he was naming the wrestler for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H. Well, I was like, dang. He <laughs> 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 did talk. <laughs> I was like, what the wrestling got to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's what's up. <laughs> Alright, um uh really quick here. Let me see here. Uh, I don't want that thing gonna start screaming. Oh no. Okay, that is good. I wanna give a quick shout out right here to Jay's Royal Touch. Okay, mobile detailing. I literally just used his service, all right, over the weekend. First of all, he pulls up on you. He's gonna pull up on you. He has great, excellent prices, okay, and his work is is crazy good crazy good jay's royal touch auto mobile detailing i mean i had all kind of patent powder from the caribbean juvets i was going to I had all that on the seats okay i had uh little small cashews in the the crevices of the seats i don't even know how he got to him man my mats are uh, sparkling he left me with four air fresheners i didn't even know i needed four air fresheners my car gonna be fresh for the trust uh, me you need for two years <laughs> 
So give him give him a call, man. Give him a call. He texts as well, so that's a that's a um one of his mobile numbers. So you can text that number as well. Three two one two eight zero zero three six three. That's right. That's right. And get your car cleaned. Oh, that's a price list right there as yeah, well. Yeah, man. Okay, that's yeah, solid. He's open, man. That's good. He's open. Lay it out there and open. All right, you're still on the bench on the bench podcast above in Pink Home of Sports Music and Mayhem. All right, um, let's let's move over here to let's move over here to uh, former NBA player, right? Uh, Joe Smith. That's a name. Just old regular nineteen twenty name. Yeah. <laughs> he was a top pick in the draft back in the day. He was. He was, man. From Maryland. The number one overall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, top pick overall, number one. And he kind of just, his best thing was like being a garbage man, really at the at the height of, you know, at yeah. the, what it really if boils you down go to. Back to. If you go back to his college career, he had a lot of immediate success. He came into college basketball like with a game that just just hit immediately, but it wasn't a game based on a crazy amount of skill. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why, in a lot of ways, at the NBA level, he didn't play up to a number one overall pick. He basically became like a a solid journeyman guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was basically his NBA legacy and career. That was his thing. That was his thing. Well, now his his wife has a thing. I'm going to play this quick video here. We're going to, okay, look, so I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding but out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body, my fucking choice? Joe, I've been talking to you about mad things. I've been asking for solutions to shit. You're not giving me none, so I created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. You knew you knew who the fuck I was when you met me. Before, 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 before yeah, before, yeah, I and knew I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to anything like this again. Beforehand, but unfortunately, no, no, no. that's not the case right now. Because after that, after that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, 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 no. Obviously, everything. it hasn't. No, it had to. I had Obviously to do something. It hasn't. You stood out there showing your body. You stood out there doing stuff like this on camera. You act like that's the only thing that I do. I have mad jobs, but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done. So I got. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's a saying in sports that, you know, sports does not build character. It reveals character. (laughs) And I'm just a big believer. Like you are who you are. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to take a porn star and make her housewife. And so Joe's got to live with this one here because he made a bad decision in picking a partner. Mm. Terrible decision. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. That's you say, too? Terrible. Because he knew it from the beginning. So- because because, because what, what you're saying, like, like, it doesn't build character, reveals character. When you're under stress, when you're, there's duress, you are going to go to what you're most comfortable doing. That's what she is. So that when they had the stress she's alluding to, which seems to be financial, her solution is going to be to go what she knows. What? And that's what you got to realize. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He made sense there. I ain't going to lie. That's what I do. I make sense. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. So for anybody who hasn't seen the damn social media video, so he, she, uh, uh, what, what he's referencing to Pink is she, she used to, be a porn star or what have you right so and before joe before her and joe was together all right and then and basically you can also hear in joe's voice basically they when they got together and got married okay she 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 apparently left that alone then then she just picked up other uh avenues of work and hobbies all right 
money got tight in the house. You know, he's been he's in mid forties, so his NBA career has been over for a little while now, right? So he's probably went through, and and they weren't getting this kind of money now. So don't think he's running through a <laughs> hundred millions of dollars. He probably ran through you know uh, uh, more money than we've ever seen. But yeah. whatever the reason is, <laughs> they kind of ran out of the money a little bit. Just things getting tight, you could tell a little bit. She could see foresee things getting tight. They, she's not be able to take probably her vacations that she's normally be able to take or whatever. And yeah, the OnlyFans now. I, I, I kind of disagree with y'all because if 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 she was that right now, I can't be with uh, porn star for other reasons. Like I just I don't know I can't. That's just I can't because too can't much get mileage over. on those tires. It's a lot of mileage, man. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of mileage. <laughs> now now now, but it's, again, Joe gets with her and then she stops the porn. Right, so. He got her to stop the porn, and they now they've been married. I don't know if they have kids or whatever. So he got her to stop. So she's no longer a a a a hoe or a porn star. She's Joe's Once wife. Once a hoe or a porn star, you always. Here's the other problem. Here's the other problem. Okay, I was gonna bring it home. How yeah. did he get her to stop? I don't know. Oh, I money. guarantee you, he basically said, "I'm gonna take care of yeah, you. Yeah, I can take care. You of don't you. need to do that anymore. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, and when he can't get this anymore. She goes back to the streets. Well, it's not really the streets. That's human behavior. It is. I'm not arguing with that point. Yeah. My my point to bring it home is, it is really only OnlyFans. Like that's all. It's I, I, like everybody got one. Like uh, like uh, you know, a lot of y'all girlfriends might have one like, on the low, and we don't even know it. Even, even, yeah, no, you're, like, you're right. You're right. You're right. You, you know, it really it, like these people can't touch her. They can't get to her. It's OnlyFans. You have you, you like. You can make uh, nah, a crazy lie, the, amount of money. The right enough money, you can touch them. I'm not even gonna lie. Like they probably, got, <laughs> they, they probably got a special on OnlyFans. You know, oh, I would doubt it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I 1,000. We just went over with the, the teacher. The teacher, yeah. I was all she, for it. <laughs> she's making an outrageous yeah. amount of money. I, I'm not against it on a principle. I don't. If that's what you want to do, I'm happy for you to do that. But my point is. In this situation, as a guy, you have to be careful like who you're choosing to to make your wife and be your partner. Because if she comes from that life, she's going to go back to it. That's my point on that. And my other thing, my a secondary point is that if he is finding out about this, like you were obviously concealing it from him. For whatever reason you chose, you might knew he was not going to be comfortable with it or whatever. But if you're not disclosing it, if it's not a decision you all are making, you're the relationship screwed anyway. Can I say one thing? There needs to be sure. a documentary on sport athletes picking the wrong dating partner. Oh my god! <laughs> like a thirty for thirty or something. That, uh, it would have to be like a thirty for thirty where there's like a eighty episodes. <laughs> too much. Some, that, that's what you do. Like you like I don't know. You got to get a clever title, mm-hmm. but like you literally have episode. <laughs> Let's talk about Scotty Pippen's life going wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Even his daughter. Oh, look, yeah. he's married to Michael Jordan. Oh, son. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many. Stories of this, but yeah, I mean that's the thing, man. If you're, it, you know, that's I mean there are couples. If if that's what you're, if you have a relationship where it's like you kind of like, you know, she's like, hey, you know, I think I'm gonna try some OnlyFans. It can make some extra money, and he's like, hey, cool. Here's the ground rules. Let's do this. Like, okay, that's your life. You you can make that decision. But if you're a partner and you're concealing that from your other the, your partner, like your relationship is not in a good place. That's yeah. just, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, if he got a problem with it, like you said, he should have saw it coming. Uh, but but at the same time, I just, I you know, I ain't going to say he overreacted. I mean, you know, 
it, to him it might even it, it, to him it might feel like a porn site. To me, OnlyFans is not a porn site. It's a porn site to me. Like it could become that. Because it's a gateway drug to porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe it's a gateway. Because I don't like again. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't been on, but like I mean. It's like anything. If you if like you're you're putting yourself out there. If there's a way that like you communicate and send messages to the people, like you, people it's are going to think about people are going to propose more and more stuff. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'd pr- like to see you this, and hey, we seem to be vibing. Why don't we meet <laughs> next time here in Houston? Like, it's yeah. just it is what it is. You know, it's if you if you give a, you know if you give an inch, they'll take a mile. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's too funny. I don't know, but yeah. So, I, if any OnlyFans, you know, customer wants to step forward and talk about their experience, because <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't like. Again, I don't know. Is it purely like I go and I pay to look at whatever content the person decides, or do you have any? You know, is there like instant messaging or any of that where you kind of like, you know, say, "Hey, I'd love to see you do this, and I'll pay extra for it." Like, what are we doing? I know. I. I it's you know and 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 apparently he's he's left already right so he left her or whatever and uh, Joe don't look back just keep going <laughs> keep going he may have to double back and stop trying mm-hmm. to be Captain Savaho <laughs> I think he was successful then he uh, was uh, not <laughs> how was he successful <laughs> he got it to stop the ball temporarily let me tell you something man we um you know it was this girl in college man and um. And, you know, she really liked my homeboy. I almost said his name, but she really liked my homeboy. And um, so he, he, in order for her, for her to mess with him, what he would do is, he's like, yeah, you got to smash the whole crew. <laughs> and she really liked him. So every time. She smashed the whole crew. She would smash the whole crew. Like, hey. she would get a train ran on her every single time. Hats Jeez. off to her. We're talking, you know. Five, six, seven times, and Did we you just, just had start calling Amtrak. <laughs> more than that, too. Probably oh, ten, twelve times. Out of town, we go go back to her hometown. Like we'll go visit him. Not we, but I'm saying like they go back and visit. Mm. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna bring the whole crew to meet your parents. <laughs> but yes, and then you know, and so we just had homecoming. And so you know, you bring up talk about old stories, and she's married now. She's married now. Okay. I got a couple kids. And this is the girl, and, and you know, at the end of the day, she enjoyed trains. You think uh, she's going to go back to trains? Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's not how that I guarantee works. it. <laughs> if, that, right if, that, if that relationship, if that marriage starts to crumble for whatever reason, she's going to go back through a whole phase, and there'll be a train or two. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. People go back to what they know. Mm. And if you know the train, <laughs> choo choo <laughs> all aboard <laughs> all aboard <laughs> that's wild dude it's human behavior I mean people are what they are mm-hmm. so man. shout out to uh, uh, to Perk Perk in the building Ray uh, Elb she's here she's late but she's here appreciate she's you yeah yeah she's usually the first one and uh, shout out to Coach as usual yeah. Letting everybody know to hit that like, share, and support button. But, I mean, there's, like, legitimate psychological studies that, like, once you do something the first time, you become more inclined to do that again. Like, whatever psychological barrier impediment there is to doing, whether it be a train, whether it be, you know, shooting a guy, like, once you do it, you're there. It's yeah, not yeah. hard to do again. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. 
Um, we can go from here. We can go uh, NFL or college. Let's go to the National Football League. National Football <laughs> League. So we got a big game coming up this weekend. Do we? Yeah. You watch the NFL at all, Ewan? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Who's your team in the NFL? Yeah, I ain't lying. In the NFL, I'm a bandwagon, but I typically go with the Chiefs, though. I'm a, I'm a diehard Gator fan, though, for you're sure. You're my Chiefs brother. You're my Gator brother. All right, say less, say less, say about say you, you guys are just some incestuous motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 so uh, this weekend, we Might have- need to uh, step back. <laughs> Seminole talk. Gotta be. Oh, how you know, man? I just gotta, it just sounds like a Seminole. It just got to be. <laughs> a Seminole alumni. <laughs> uh, we have Mahomes and the Chiefs taking on Tyreek and the Dolphins, man. And um, I, I, first of all, very first of all, the NFL really screwed this up. And they usually don't. They usually get this right. This, so this game is going to be in London. So this is a 9 a.m. game. Oh, Lord. And uh, over there in, in London or whatever. This why, needs why, to why? be, because this, this needs to be in Miami or Kansas City. And this needs to be a primetime game, yeah. either 8 o'clock, Sunday or Monday night. Really? Yeah, of course. This the game Chiefs of the year. Yeah. Like, this is a huge fucking game. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you give the London, the Jaguars, <laughs> the Raiders. Jaguars you give them, in London. You give, them, you give them, you know, the fucking ja- the Jaguars mm-hmm. are Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, Chicago, yeah, Chicago, yeah. London, London, don't that, give, London don't give the Bears back. <laughs> <laughs> you give them something like that. No, well, I mean, they, honestly, like, this is actually pretty cool to have a, a marquee game, two teams at this level playing abroad. Be great for the national audience. I gotta wake up at eight thirty for this shit, man. Hey, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. I'm watching highlights. I can't you, do you it. You don't have to comb man. your hair. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Try to get things done on a Saturday night, man. And uh, <laughs> then be resilient and bounce back. <laughs> Wait, you just one round and go pass out. <laughs> See you guys afternoon on Sunday. <laughs> That's the way to go, man. <laughs> That's the old man way to go. <laughs> Uh, coach said, go Dolphins. Yeah, he's a Dolphins guy. And uh, the Dolphins, of course, number one offense in the league. They're looking crazy against the bad teams, right? Um, they have yet um, they have yet to, uh, you know, defeat a team with a winning record this year. All right. And um, and what a time to do it because the Chiefs are coming off a bad loss to the Broncos. Of course, their offense just doesn't look the same. Uh, just, you know, not enough receiving help. And, um, you know, last game, you know, Mahomes was technically sick. Who knows how much of that is. Looks like the offense was slowly eroding as the weeks went by anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so what do you, what do you guys think? think the Dolphins can, can sneak one in here? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think, yeah, I, it's a toss-up as a game. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not we, sure. I mean, we, if the Chiefs offense has some legitimate – Structural problems that you know it's it'll be a tough one. Chiefs defense has been pretty good all year, mm. so I mean they they should be able to to put up some resistance against the Miami offense. It's like when you got Pat Mahomes, you can't necessarily count them out. So it's it's yeah, like you said, it's a fifty fifty touring cards, man. Yeah, I, again with, with really great teams and great performers like Pat Mahomes, you expect to see a reaction this week when you play a stinker like you did. You expect a reaction, so mm-hmm. I would be shocked if they didn't play pretty well. Um, and, and again, if they do and they win, this further puts the substance that Miami can't beat a good team. Yeah, that you know, I mean, it's it, that's I mean, that's what's at play here. Are the Chiefs really in some sort of funk where things just aren't going well and they're deteriorating offensively, and uh, or? It, you know, do they kind of bounce back and show that the Dolphins are just a team that, that can only beat 
bad teams. That's the dynamic. That's that, How that, that is plays dynamic. out. I don't know, but why not do it in London? I think the Dolphins really, really need this game. I don't think you can lose to a somewhat the, the most struggling Chiefs team we've seen in years, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and, and a damn sure can't be a stinker, right? But I don't think you can lose this game at all. It, it, your confidence is just really shot, right? Because you just you, you lose against every good team, and um, it becomes an albatross. Yeah, yeah, it does, man. And up here on the screen, I have. The Chiefs are, you know, leading the league and drop passes, right? And these are just open, open like passes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's not it's, these are not, uh, you know, contested catches are not included. And um, just you know, leading leading the league at eighteen, there, man. Mm-hmm. Their receivers, because they're relying on a bunch of young guys, young guys and guys who are like Tony, who 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 was just given away by the Giants, right? And uh, you know, he had a fucking. Awful game that game one against the Lions, where he was just dropping every fucking open pass there was to drop. You know what I mean? I could have did a lot better than that. Mm. Probably I'm going to run a little slower. <laughs> Quite a bit a slower. Lot slower. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like again, you, you look at this like internally, you could look and say the Chiefs' offense has not been performing optimally this year, saddled by the the drop passes. You could also look at it and say, prior to this past week, they're still 6-1, and one, and the only loss was to a Detroit team that's pretty darn good. Um, and so, like, things aren't all that wrong with the Chiefs. But last week kind of gives you pause because Denver's not very good, and, and, and the Chiefs just couldn't get out of their own way. And again, the Dolphins, at the end of the day, they're 6-2. and two. You know, they lost to the Eagles, who I really think both sides of the ball might be the most talented team in the league across the board. Uh, and then they lost to the Bills, which, again, the Bills are kind of erratic, and so it's not terrible. But then you, the, the backside narrative is this Chiefs team feels weak. It does. It feels more vulnerable than the others. And the Dolphins have this issue like, okay, if we take accept the two losses, who, you haven't beaten anybody. It's it's all narrative. That's why you got to play the game. That's why I don't really like talking too much about games that haven't occurred mm-hmm. It's pretty limiting what you could say. You yeah. can come up with storylines, and then, you know, this brings up the time when I spit on the TV in the NCAA final of 1988. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Oklahoma against Danny Manning in Kansas, and I, this is why I hate storylines. The game was playing out at one point. Oklahoma, who had been the dominant team of the year, was kind of winning, and Brent Musburger's there telling us, "Oh, this is the great Oklahoma team," blah 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 blah, blah. and then. Late in the game, it took a turn, and Kansas took the lead, and they were kind of the Cinderella story and had one of the like, cancer kids who was like the mascot of the team. And they go to commercial, Kansas in the lead, and Brent Musburger's like blowing the little kid. And I <laughs> just jumped uh... off the couch and spit on the TV. I was just disgusted. And it was, like, it just, I, I hate narratives. Like There's yeah. a game happening. Watch the game. Analyze the game that's happening. And stop with all the cancer kids. And goofy narratives. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Tyreek also uh, was. They asked him about him uh, leaving the Chiefs or whatever, but he said his plan was to never, to never leave the Chiefs. His agent actually, uh, Rosenhaus. I'm ninety percent sure. Drew yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, you know, he told Drew, he's like, "Hey, man, you know, do what you got to do on this on this contract negotiation, but you know, just know, I, I don't want to leave the Chiefs because uh, Tyreek was saying how they had just lost to the Bengals." And you know, in that conference final, and that uh, all those guys kept talking in the locker room how they wanted 
wanted revenge that next season. Run it back. Yeah, he wanted to run it back, so they definitely wanted to run it back and get that done against the Bengals. And so uh, when it came down to it, um, they got really close. It's just on the guaranteed money. The Chiefs, um, you know, kind of just short on them there on the, on the guaranteed money. Um, but, you know, they were kind of good everywhere else. And uh, so then Drew was like, hey, you know, we, we just need to get what you're worth. Um, you know, I think this is a low ball offer, so to speak. So, and that's when the Miami thing, or the whole Miami thing, opened up. Um, so, you know, is that is that something you think the Chiefs will like um, regret, or is that one one Super Bowl enough? That's kind of what a conversation is that too. Now, is, to is, me, the Chiefs have already regretted losing. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're so, not the same team, even with the Super Bowl victory. Yeah, I mean th- th- that you you can still win. They're good enough to win. That's great. They won a Super Bowl. But like when you look the way Tariq Hill plays and, and he's in his prime, and you know you're you're the best quarterback on the earth and you don't have that weapon and you had him, you have lost. Yeah, that's that is a loss. We we can't fathom what the Chiefs would look like with him playing like this. Right. That that's crazy to me. It's a huge loss. You you could just. You could be so much more dynamic with that type of player. Yeah, they just don't win the same either. So yeah, you know, they definitely miss Tyreek. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And but I, I, I again, I don't, I don't like stories like this. Like you're telling me, you know, you wanted revenge, you wanted to be a dolphin, and then Drew Rosenhaus whispers in your ear, and suddenly you're in Miami. Like, be, be a guy of character if that's what you wanted. Don't <laughs> just don't tell the story. Yeah. Like what, what, what are we supposed to get out of that story? That you're basically a soft, lying sack of shit. <laughs> like, whatever direction the wind blows, I'm going to go there. You want to be Joe Smith's next wife? <laughs> I mean, this is a joke, man. No, Just I think... shut up. <laughs> Just say at the end of the day, I did what's best for me, and it's the Dolphins, and I'm happy to be here, and I, I, I you know, will always look back fondly at my time as a chief. <laughs> Yeah, if you're Tyreek though, you gotta you gotta leave to go get the money. That that's fine, yeah. but don't tell us this story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I hate when people say unnecessary stuff. Yeah, it's just dumb. I thought it was, especially like we're so far removed from it now. Yeah, you know. But have they they haven't like, played, have they? Since he's been there, is this the first time they're playing? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I was just going to ask. Sure I don't, they played last the year. The last year, I would say, I don't think Tyreek was there. Yeah, I, 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 Tyreek was in Miami, but I don't know if, if they the played. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I suspect the fact that the, this story's even come up is that it's, it's the first it's the time first that they've played. And, and granted, they're probably asking a million different questions, but dude, just don't don't say it. Yeah. You just To me, it's a bad way. If you, if, I'm not going to ever say, oh, I told my agent I want to be a chief, hell or high water, and bang, he, you know. Put the Vulcan mind meld on me and sent me to Miami. Like, come on, <laughs> it's a bad look. Yeah, I, you got to watch what you say. Like, a lot you can lose just a lot of credibility and character on dumb stuff that you might say. Mm-hmm. So, being that is, there isn't really a ton of quarterbacks kind of like leading that league in that MVP race, leading the way in the MVP race. It, it could this be a year where like they're, they're talking about AJ Brown. Could maybe sneak sneak in a, a MVP or Tyree. I, I, I don't think uh, if Tyree break a record. I don't think either one of those guys gets MVP. I think a defensive player get it this year. Oh, a defensive player. I don't think that either. I think quarterback's going to get it. I think we're in the middle of the year and people are looking for stuff to talk about, and it seems like an okay thing to talk about. 
Mm. Well then, who Pat Mahomes? That's the only thing I can think of. Not Lamar, Lamar, Lamar has been playing pretty but, good. But, but not MVP, MVP good. But though. no, no. But the MVP, forget that. Like, here's the deal: the MVP is probably going to be won in the last four or five weeks of the regular season. Mm. Mm. Who's playing at? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That yeah, time? yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. And it's probably going to fall to a quarter. That's crunch. That's crunch time too. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and and that's closer to when they vote. Like you know, nobody mm. remembers. Like oh, in week eight, I was I was on the AG Brown, you know, thing. Like again, if if let's say Lamar just has one of those years in the Ravens or, or Tyreek though, Ty, I'm not gonna lie, Tyreek good too though. They they might. I I still feel there's a strong quarterback bias, and that the MVP is likely going to be decided in that final month of the year. And what do these numbers look like? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I one thousand percent don't believe AJ could do it, but I, it's an outside chance Tyreek could do it just because he's gonna if he keep, if he stays on pace, he's gonna break the record for receiving yards. Uh, in the season and all mm-hmm. that good stuff, and and for a non-quarterback to win, it 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 would take like a historically yeah, great of course, season, of course, of course, statistically. So you have that. Yeah, that's the only thing. So I think that's what gives him that outside chance. But yeah, all right, all right. Once again, you guys are on the bench on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. We're available on all that do mean all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. EA, do you do you have a uh, a date a date plan for the uh, for the uh, or, or or for either another single? Or... Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a uh, like I said, I'm working on a, a new EP called Thanks So Much. I should drop uh, in the beginning of December. Yeah, in the beginning of December. And, you should oh, drop yeah, it beginning of middle of December. In the beginning of December, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's you coming should, soon. You should drop it on December seventh, D Day. All right, bet, bet, yeah. bet. I call D-Day? that D Day. Yeah, what? Like when the Jap- Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Oh, oh shit! Ah shit! <laughs> 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 shit. Drop that shit on December seventh. It makes sense though, you know. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. I don't need no backlash, you know. Yeah, you don't need that. Just no backlash. Just come up with some, you know, like rising sun flags and stuff. You're good. <laughs> exactly. Trying to get me canceled. <laughs> nah, man, it's just this time we're dropping it on Japan. USA, USA. I just, I just think it's fun if you use like historical data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense though. Yeah. Oh man, anything else you want to uh, leave them with here? Nah, man. Follow me on all platforms at EA Longway, man. Was that hard to get that handle? Actually, no, no, not really, no, no, no. I thought it would though, just because of EA Sports. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. It's pretty smooth, man. That's good. Yeah. EA Sports is like locked it out. Legendary. Yeah, that's funny though. All right, then. Well, we'll catch you next time. Um, and and like I said, man, throughout the week we um released the clip, so you know I'll get you some of the clips, man, and tag you in and everything. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Appreciate you for coming yes, on, man. Sir. Thank you so much, man. Enjoyed it. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Good segment, you know, man. man. Good segment. Good chopping it up with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to uh, uh, give a quick shout out to one of our uh, sponsors here, Royal13thebrand.com. Royal13thebrand.com is uh, and use promo code Bubba Pink, all right, and be fresh. It's getting a little chilly now, man. So you see it these is. hoodies up here? And everything like that, you can get your fresh hoodie or crop shirt, whatever you want to dress in this winter. It's up to you. But if you use promo code Bubba Pink, you can dress that way for the love. For a discount. That's right. Affordable prices. Affordable prices. That's what it's all about. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here. Uh, Let's get some Dion in, man. 
get some Dion in. So it's a, a couple things happening over there in Colorado with Dion and the squad. None of them involve blocking. <laughs> so you have the, the the really bad offensive line. Then you have Colorado slipping, keep slipping, keep losing. You also have the jury heist. Um, <laughs> the becoming, second of Dion's coaching tenure. <laughs> becoming quite of a, a, a reoccurrence. He's leading the category 2-0 <laughs> over league, every man. football coach ever. <laughs> lead the league, man. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, right? One of the all-time greats in <laughs> locker room violations. What 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 what, what do you, I think you got a storyline? But what is like the biggest thing hovering around Dion in Colorado right now? What is the biggest? Well, I, I watched right the now? UCLA game, yeah. uh, you know, in its entirety, and um, it was it was pathetic. Yeah. It, that that offensive line is so freaking bad. I, I don't know if I've seen a worse offensive line, um, and it was to the extent that Colorado couldn't execute any offense. Like whatsoever. After the first probably scripted drive, they basically had to go to just throwing like stuff like less than two seconds. Just, you know, hitch, 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 get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball. If they held the ball for any duration of time, he got hit. He got hit like I like at one point in the the fourth quarter, he'd been sacked like six or seven times, hit like eighteen or nineteen times. That's ridiculous mm. for a quarterback. And to say this further, they were trying to get rid of the ball in two seconds. <laughs> like they, they were. It was all quick passing game. Wow. And you still, know? he was getting hit. And he was getting hit. It, it was. They were providing no resistance whatsoever. They were like the French against the Nazis. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> welcome to Paris. Take our women in perfume. That's what it was. It was absurd. I, I mean, I, I felt bad. For, for that team. It, it, it was that bad. It was embarrassing. And I'm saying this as a Florida State fan. And four or five years ago, our line was a laughing stock. This was virtually worse. Mm. Um, I don't know where they go from here. And, and I'm concerned because you know, the obvious thing is, well, it's Dion. Let's, you know, we'll just hit the portal and get some new linemen. You might. You can, theoretically. There's no impediment to that. And you could position and say, we've got all these nice skill people come block for us and we go to another level pretty quickly. But if you can't play basic football, like execute anything, like this could get really ugly over the next few games. He might, he might have a decision to make where he takes Shadur out Mm. because it's not sustainable for him to be hit 15 to 20 times over the next five games. Yeah, because these guys are not going to get considerably better yeah. for the rest of the now, season. Now, scheme-wise, I mean, like, I don't know what you could do scheme-wise. They, throughout the game, they, they basically continue to be, you know, four wide, five wide, very spread, and just taking a beating. I mean, there are they, they could go to some different protections, keep some more people in, you know, and, and try and bolster that, put fewer people in the route, but try to get routes where you can block long enough to let the route evolve. Um, so that's a possibility. They have to make some changes, though, because once you once you're in a situation where they know you're going to have to throw in two seconds, like they could just load up and attack that. Yeah. That you don't have any options, you know. Once they kind of catch up, well, you ain't doing anything else, you know. We're we're good. We're just gonna go downhill at you, mm-hmm. and, and hit the snot out of your receivers catching hitches, and 
you know, bum rush you behind the, at the quarterback spot. Exactly. Um, now, to Dion's credit, a couple things I'll say. As bad as it was, the team didn't stop playing. They actually in the fourth quarter, they, they they did put together a drive and score. There was a period of time where you know I think they, they might have been able to get back in the game. They caused several turnovers. I mean UCLA to fumble the ball a bunch of times and and stuff. So. They competed for the 60 minutes except for the offensive line, and that's that's a credit to coaching because it's easy when things are going bad for people to give up, drop effort, and it, and it, it all goes to hell. So he did have them engaged enough to, to keep competing. And I will say this about Shador. Um, I didn't see like him bitch at anybody. Yeah. I did not see him with a lot of bad body language. Now, I mean, you're picking yourself up the floor and you're in some pain and there were periods of time when he was limping and gimpy. I get that, but that's not the body language I'm talking about. He was not hanging his head. He was just going back there, doing his job and taking the hits. And I, he, he put in a grown man professional performance and that's not going to be reflected in the stats or obviously the win column, but that kid hung in there and, and was a man. Yeah. And I all credit to him for that. No, you have to. Yeah, you have you have to respect that man. It's you know the whole country. We all know the offensive line is is, is awful, and um, he's getting hit a ton. And, and like you said, man, he keeps picking himself back up, getting back in. Body language is great. He's not berating anyone on the sideline like Tom Brady would. Uh, <laughs> even though Tom Brady is his mentor. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't pick that trade up. But uh, but yeah. Sometimes man. as the mentor, though, you can. Give the better advice. Yeah, like you like can, you know, you could give a person the benefit of your knowledge, and you can also give them the benefit of what you did wrong yeah. or what you'd rather not have done. And so maybe maybe Tom's, you know, telling him, hey, you don't need to break this many, you know, clipboards or whatever the iPad things on the sideline that I did or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, um, but big picture, um. This has a whole different feel than it did a month ago. Yeah. And, you know, literally, Dion was the story of college football and controlling things. If they don't find a way to get more competitive and it's all centered on the, the blocking, like, they could lose out. They could be like four and eight uh, yeah. with a string of dismal performances. And imagine how they started out. Yeah. And, and like, there's, you know, there's not going to be many celebrities. You know, for game 12 when you're four and seven going in. And the currency of Dion, you know, he still has a, a great charisma to him. And, and there's a, still a lot to sell in Colorado because he know hey, if we get winning, you saw what that could be like. You know, we can own this thing. And it's true. But you know, he's got to be able to get better in the trenches. He's got to do it immediately, which means to me the portal. Not recruiting guys. You got to get in the portal and get guys that are ready to come well, and block. Pause now. on that because, um, I, I, I can't imagine. First of all, when you watch the portal, and you watch the portal from you, everybody transfers uh, every position, but you don't see a ton of good offensive linemen into the portal. First and first, I think for several reasons. Number one, I think like um, I, I I don't think offensive linemen are typically like wired that way. You know, because the, the for the reasons you would transfer is like, A, you're not getting opportunity or, or you know, B, like, you know, a coach maybe lied to you or something or like, a, a, you know, another guy is coming that proceeds to be better or whatever the case may be, you know, and and, and, and teams, you know, in these colleges, that they're, they're – 
I think they're really they, they hunkering down on these offensive line. They really need them. Like they can they they can replace this four five four four guy receiver running back. You see a cornerback. You see a ton of those into the portal because you they're, they're kind of more easily replaceable. I, I kind of at Florida State we had four this year. Yeah, we brought in four. Are they starting? Uh, most of rotational starters. Yeah, we I, haven't started everybody the the same line, but we ironically we got a kid from Colorado that started most of our games. We've got we got a guy out of Auburn, and um, the the so the the guy in, out of Colorado, he's one of those like kind of bright guys. I heard him get interviewed. He talks like he's like thirty five years old. He I I don't think I think he looked at it. He had one year of college football to play, and he didn't want to be in a transition, and he didn't know what this was exactly going to look like. And he had an opportunity to come to Florida State, which the team figured to be good. And I just want to be in that situation. Um, the guy at Auburn kind of like lost his spot, but was available. But you're still he could still play. Um, and then the one guy that at the, one of the guys we got is a guy that was I think he was at like UTEP, but he was he has good measurables. He he looks like he might have a chance to play at the next level. He's not not like a first round guy necessarily, but I think he looked at it and it was like, okay, I, I got to show people I can play at this higher level and maybe that's my gateway to the NFL. Which is that's what happened with our defensive end Jared Verse. He was at Albany, and he's like, I'm killing it here, but can I kill it at one of the bigger schools? And he went in the portal and you know all the big schools courted him and we ended up getting him and now he's basically a first round projection. So there's. I I don't fully agree with the point you're making. I think that you can you can target linemen, and again, if they if he plays it right, you you're still with that thing of like, hey, if we get this going, like, look what it looks like, and you show those first yeah, couple you games. Yeah, your name for rotational starters, but they, they need like seven. You know, they, they do. They, they do. They, they need a offensive line. They need a starting offensive line. Then they need rotational guys. Th- these guys, they, they don't even seem good enough to block at, from a reserve. Standpoint, right? I mean, right. You, you don't want these guys on the field. I, I agree with you. But, <laughs> so, but so, so you have to so a... much. That's that just seems like a lot to fuck. And I know it's not from a literal standpoint. You're not going to fucking get eight linemen in the in the portal period. I know you're going to have to mix in some freshmen or or best case scenario and things like that. But but what I'm saying is that that's a lot to fucking ask for, and I you know. do need it next year. I, I get it, but yeah. but if there's any any a time that could happen, it, it's now. You know, you can get. I think you could get five linemen because, and, okay. and again, yeah. you you're offering immediate playing time with an NFL caliber quarterback and some NFL caliber and, skill and, guys. And, and, and let me make sure I'm fully clear. And I'm talking about five. He's going to get five, six, seven, eight linemen. Yeah. He's going to get it. I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. What I'm saying is, are they going to all all of them going to be any good? How many schools are really letting go, you know, uh, good offensive linemen every single year? You've like, got uh, – Even if Florida State called a fucking hand-in-the-hand basket, I'm saying, like – Yeah, you, I, I, but at this point, like, you're not, you're not going to go – you have to be realistic at what's going on. You're not going to go from where you are to, to Michigan, Alabama, or Georgia Oklahoma. offensive line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, it's not happening. Take that off the board. Okay. But can we get good enough in that area – that we can compete and and play football, execute normal plays, that's the objective. So the but it goes to Dion again because what's the timeline on all this? I still think he's gone in, in after next year when when Shadur goes. Um, I, we talked off the air, 
you know, if he doesn't get it going in Colorado, like the, the potential of moving into the NFL as a head coach kind of gets a little bit of water on it. Um, and it doesn't look as appealing or it doesn't look as feasible. But I still think you're looking at this timeline where he's probably going to go, you know, when Shadur goes. And, and I took it was very revealing to me. A day or two after this UCLA fiasco, he had a, a social media post, and it was basically in praise of his two sons. Not the whole team. Not we're standing by my guys. It was a very focused dad post, which he has every right to make. I'm not criticizing that he did it. I'm saying it's revealing of what his thoughts are. And that's what you got to put that in context. Make no mistake. He is a dad first and Colorado coach after that. Yeah. And you, you know, you're fooling yourself if you're not accepting that reality. No, I think yeah, I, I think that's facts, and I, I and I'm I'm in line lock and step there. I, I I just I can't see him coaching past next season. Yeah, two follow ups on the thing. Like you have, I mean, it, you're 100 percent right. You have to get the right guys in the portal. You know, the, the, there's going to be guys available if you're desperate or you bite at the wrong guy or you don't do your homework. You're not going to help your football team, and there's plenty of that that's happening. Uh, but you got to target the right guys and, and make it count for sure. And then the other thing that we did not discuss, which may be a massive issue here, is the OL line coach. I don't know who that guy is, but you can't say he's doing a good job. <laughs> so there may also be a, a move at that position yeah, that can change. You know, yeah. and, 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 and that can be massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a guy, and you I mean, you can look at the Colorado team and like you lose four out of five games lately and, and probably heads are down and things are pretty mopey. But you can micro-focus on that offensive line room and that thing might be stage four cancer. Like they, 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 they may be tuning that guy out. They may be embarrassed to even take the, – there's a whole lot of scenarios of how bad that room could be that we don't know without being in there. You know, and so a change at that spot and a rehabbing and building character. Offensive line coaches are very interesting. They're very critical, um, but they can be like they're a little bit different because, again, they work with guys that are not high profile per se. Offensive line play, when it's done right, is a very cohesive five man thing. Uh, and I think that there's like a, you know, I mean, every position group has its things, but that offensive line, you, you got to cultivate like a brotherhood and really build skill. Yeah. You know, you, you can have the measurables and this and that, but if you don't build skill and technique, you're not going to get the job done. No, that's true. You know, and, and so I, I think I would expect a coaching change in the offensive line room. I would expect at least five portal guys, maybe some freshmen as well. I'm not ruling that out. But they've got to nail that. It's critical to the, the sustenance of this program and the momentum that they started to build, but now they're probably losing to a degree. What if Peyton is not getting what he's feeling like he should get in Texas? This ah. <laughs> pops in that portal. I don't know. It could be. could I be. I, mean, I haven't brought it up. I haven't discussed it with him. But, uh, but yeah. But, there's, I mean, the reality is there's, like, a lot of guys. And you, you take – yeah, you know, there's a lot of reasons to go in the portal. Like, and I know when we talk to Peyton, and I, I'm not suggesting this is going to happen. That's not my place for it. But the guy that was the left tackle was only a year ahead of him, and was a really highly regarded guy, a guy that apparently has some draft currency. And you could look at this and say, well, yeah, hey, I, you know, haven't gotten the field a lot now. If he stays, which he has to stay for a third year, I'm not going to get in the field again. Like, at what point do I dig in and play some college football? 
So, you know, th- and that's where you can potentially get some talented guys. There's, there's a lot of reasons people can transfer. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I, I look at it optimistically. Like, go get what you want. But, hell, I'm a Florida State fan, and we, we've done great in the portal. <laughs> and we've done, I mean, literally fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, the guy, I mean, he, like, even even Jordan Travis is a transfer portal guy. Right. On the front end of it. But, you know, I mean, you got Jermaine Johnson, who's with the Jets, and... I mean, Keon Coleman's been amazing this year. Jared Verse and like a lot of the line depth that we accumulated, all transfer dudes. Um, well, moving along to Florida State here, the rankings. Yeah, man, the rankings were released, and uh, of course, one through four, you can see Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. It's funny with the Michigan thing because the lady was talking on on ESPN and was saying how you know they had a hard time really, you know, tr- tr- trying to to talk and discuss Michigan and what their place should be in those rankings because of, you know, um, some of the things that have been released. Uh, the, the potential cheating thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I, well, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say like, I, I kind of dismissed it last week as, as a little bit of, of an, of an overblown thing, but a couple of things happened in the last seven days. Like, so one of them is the Michigan has apparently pressed pause and rescinded an, a contract extension to Jim Harbaugh, which is, you know, that's massively significant. Yeah. Um, he could take offense to that and go to the NFL Yeah. because he's still a commodity there. Which he had been rumored to go. Right. Yeah. That's always been a kind always. of festering rumor. Now you do that. That's one of those like, well, Hey, you know, that's almost to me. That's the equivalent of the Orlando Sentinel running. Is Shaq worth one hundred eighteen million dollars? Yeah. Like it's that final thing. They're like, uh, uh, I, 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 we'll figure out what I'm worth <laughs> when you guys are in the mid pack of the Big Ten. <laughs> you know that that's that's massively significant. And then you you found like a funny thing. I guess the guy who's rumored to be the the, the primary actor of this was not just in the crowd, which is my my initial interpretation. Me too. This guy buys a seat. Goes to the game, does what he does, but you found a picture where he's on the sideline in another team's gear. Yeah, another team's like, gear, and, and on and, yeah. like, like, posing as an assistant coach for that team. Yeah, that's insane. And then was so hilarious about it, and uh, hopefully in the post edit we can add the video because when there's action, action like this player is pushed out of bounds, right, into that team sideline. Okay. And the players like the player comes flying in and, and, and lands on this Gatorade thing. You when the player does that, he can sense cameras are following this guy. And he does this thing where he kind of does this. Oh and he's like hiding. <laughs> and again, it's a night game. He has shades on at a night game. He's the yeah, only who does fucking that? person on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with shades on. <laughs> And, um, and and so he's incognito. So and it's like, is this this guy? But yeah, it's him. <laughs> and, 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 uh, Why does he seem to be ducking every time the ball goes near out of bounds? <laughs> he screwed himself, man. And, and, you know, and whoever it's 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 whether it's Harbor or not, who who really knows? But there's somebody in the higher ups that knows he's doing this and kind of funds this um, this process. I know they're like, damn, fuck, he got fouled. He's got screwed here. Because it could have went without the video. It, you know, it's, 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 well, it's then, really this nothing gives, to tie Like, this video get, you know, gives it, like, it makes it look stupid. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to say, oh, we're cheating, we're doing this, you know, whatever. But when you have this level of whatever you want to <laughs> consider that, you look stupid and bad and and like so that's the thing that could resonate and it did cross my mind now 
if Michigan wins out, they beat Ohio State, yeah. they win the Big Ten championship game, whatever that entails, there's no way they're not in the top four. There's no way. Yeah. But if they drop a game and you know they become a team that's you know on the bubble, at this point I'm fairly convinced that this extra cheating scandal is enough to lose favor. Mm. And I think it I think if if they're in a four or five situation, they're not getting the benefit of the doubt. They're not getting the benefit of the doubt. They'll be five and out. Yeah. Whoever that other Whoever team is, it is, whether it's yeah. Florida State, whether it's uh, Washington, uh, Oregon on the rebound, any of those teams are going to get the nod over over them. I, I 1,000% agree with that. But I, I still, what uh, and what if the investigation comes, yeah, they definitely cheated. This is definitely it. This is definitely that. And before... Before the playoff uh, committee. What ha- what happens with that? I don't know because, I, I mean, like, that becomes an NCAA-level issue. and it, That takes time. Right? And it, it probably takes too much time. Yeah, to and, and, and what they've done, again, I don't know. I can't think of an immediate precedent for this particular activity. <laughs> yeah. But what they've done in the past for other improprieties is, like, vacate games. And but it's usually something that happens in like the postseason. I think USC had to. I think uh, FSU at one point, Bobby Bowden era, had to vacate some wins at some point, which I, I think is just absurd <laughs> because we were there. We saw the game. Yeah, we can't man. vacate it. We can't take that memory out of our memory yeah, bank. So fucking stupid. Yeah, but the point you made. It usually is a longer process to reach that decision. So I cannot imagine something that. You know where, where they, um, you know that they, they, they're somehow maybe disqualified or have to vacate games prior to the championship four being determined. Now, now uh, we briefly talked about this on the show, and then of course off air too. Florida State runs the table, goes undefeated. They beat Miami, Florida, and the uh, the, the the maybe uh, not mo- even a most D1 likely team Louisville in between, and then they meet the ACC team, which most likely would be Louisville in the championship. at this moment. Okay, and they and they beat Louisville in, in that game or whoever it, they meet. What what has to happen for them not to? What has to happen for an undefeated Florida State team not make this Final Four? What has to happen? You don't see a. You don't I, see a. I, if we do that, I don't. I, there's no way we're not in. Uh, yeah, because th- there's some talk that that could happen. Th- there is. I mean, when you're when you're. I mean, the obvious thing is this: you're four. Yeah. You're the team on the theoretical bubble, so you're saying you know, any anything could happen, and we we lose that. But but if we keep winning those games, we don't have. Like a lot of marquee. I mean, the the Miami's. I don't think they're ranked this week. No. They they might be ranked. In you know two weeks when we play them maybe, uh, the Gators I don't believe are ranked. Uh, Louisville is actually that's a sneaky game. They are I think as of this moment eighteen. They're a one loss team. If they win out to that game, there's a chance they could be somewhere maybe twelve, maybe ten if things break the right way, and that becomes a nice win if you get it. Um, but if they bumble around and somebody else ends up in the spot, then you, know, you theoretically you, you could run the rest of this table without beating a ranked team, and you'll take some hits for that. Um, I did read an ESPN piece though that like actually said though that in terms of like metrics, like we should actually be higher than four. 
Mm. We should be one or two um, on it because of, of the, you know, if you kind of break down the various metrics of schedule and quality wins and this and that, um, it, it should put us a bit higher. Now, if, if, if Bama is to beat Georgia, that's, this is the scenario, uh, some, one of the scenarios I hear people bring up, is if Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, a one-loss Georgia team could bump Florida State out. I've heard that as a scenario. Yeah. And, I and mean, then you would have to move Bama in, you know, if they yeah. were to win. I, I, I don't – I just don't think – like, if you're – I think we have enough currency. I, I really do that if we're undefeated and you've got one loss Michigan Ohio State, one loss Alabama, one loss Georgia, like you don't bump us out for th- three one loss teams if we're undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've kind of been there all year. It's not like we're No, it's not like you came Johnny out of come the lately out of the blue. No, like no. we we entered the season as a top Eight team, we beat the number five team convincingly, and we've done our job so far. Um, so if we continue to do our job, I, I would just, I would really be stunned if that was the case. Um, on that, you know, and I got, well, I, and I, I guess you still got like, I mean, if nobody beats Washington, you know, then, then even like what the Georgia, the whatever, I mean, and, to, and Georgia, like honestly, they they've not been overwhelmingly impressive. That's this year, thing, right? they're the two-time defending champion. I respect the hell out of that. But if they slip up and lose a game, like they they haven't played well enough, consistently enough to be like, you know, oh one one bad Saturday. Like they, they've they've had to come back against some pretty mediocre teams. That would have to mean that they're going season by season, and like in the prior history, wouldn't count. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Georgia has been that. Yeah, you know. That I mean, as long as they're undefeated, as long as they're undefeated, they're, they're like, yeah, yeah, they belong. And, and personally, I would have them number one, mm-hmm. regardless of how they perform right now, up to this point. They're undefeated. They're the two-time national champions, and they're working their way toward a third. Yeah, they have the title until somebody beats them, and so I would put them at number one without question in my book. Are there any frauds in the top four? I don't think there's a fraud. Okay. No. I mean, I think, you know, Ohio State and Michigan are good. I hate the Big Ten. I, I don't want either of them to continue to win, but <laughs> they're not bad teams. I mean, the, the the Michigan has probably played the best football consistently over the course of this eight games or I whatever. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Georgia has the pedigree in the two titles, um, you know, to Ohio State's been okay. They've had a couple close calls. They have risen to the occasion and beaten the two ranked opponents in Notre Dame and and Penn State, who are good teams. It seems, you know, they're not. Th- those two wins are quality wins, but you know, they they haven't been overly impressive. And I I don't think that they're, you know, they don't have C.J. Stroud at quarterback anymore. Yeah. So they're not that same level of team. Yeah. So I would I would probably I would probably flip if I if it was my personal rankings. I go Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Ohio State. Okay, that would be my thing. Okay. Well, we'll see how that how that unfolds. Still, what three games to play for the most part for all of these four. teams? Four, 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 four plus games. conference games. Four and plus conference. Those games. those conference games are going to be. Can't leave it out because that's going to be yeah. a big part of this. Decision, That'll be maybe. a big big part of it. Yeah. No, that's for sure. All righty, well, uh, you're on the bench on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports music and mayhem. Uh, let's get to some NBA talk. I, I actually saw that uh, Celtics just beat the Pacers by 51. 
Jesus. And it's uh says in its biggest blowout of season. Um fifty balled the Pacers. Yeah. They fifty balled the Pacers. <laughs> I'm gonna look up and see and the Celtics have looked really strong so far. Yeah. Uh, like like in comparison, much stronger than the Bucks have looked with yep. these new acquisitions. And Boston just has this ability where they can go small without being small. And um, Who, who's that? The, the Celtics? Yeah, the Celtics. Yeah. You know what I mean? With um, because Porzingis is a mobile big, and he can right. protect the rim with the best of them. And they're pretty much trotting him out at the five, and they're going really small around him. Um, Jason Tatum at the four, Brown at the three, um, White and Holiday, and all of those guys can d up. You know? But but yeah, that all those guys can d up. But but Tatum and Brown aren't really small. That's another thing. They're not like they're, they're not small guys. <laughs> yeah, you know they 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 yeah. they're they're tall. They're long. They're athletic. Yeah. and I know neither one of them is like, hey, I want to bang a power forward for you know forty minutes right. a night. That's not what they want to do. But they're not necessarily small people either. Like when you think about other power forwards, like I feel fine with Tatum on Car Anthony Towns, and mm-hmm. that's a superstar four. Or star for it, you know, whatever you want yeah. to say. But like, I feel comfortable with that. I'm not. I'm yeah, afraid I'm not of going that. crazy because you you know? you know too that that Towns is going to settle for some jump shots. Yeah. It's part of his game. Game. And again, that's that one. That's that thing. Like, who's playing two in basketball? Yeah. Like you know, that's it's just not the way teams play. And so yeah. you 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 know you can shuffle people off. You know, if they want to post a guy, you just you can switch and have Porzingis kind of linger and guard the post guy and Tatum kind of switches on to the next available body um, and then you know like White's a decent sized guard he is. And, and Drew is he's always played bigger than yeah. he, his actual stature Yeah, you know so that it's a unique lineup and it's dangerous and it's funny how Holiday is really a bigger, better version of Marcus Smart. I mean, like just... is he bigger though, or is he about the same size? No, he's bigger. Is he okay? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, then, he's, then. he's bigger. Um, shout out to T.J. McConnell with the uh, he's the leading scorer for the Pacers and the best player, the only player that came to play. Eighteen seventy five. I'm sure he'll put that up in his uh, archives there. Uh, speaking, but, but, was that a function of they just kind of like pulled the I'm starters sure, I'm and. Sure. TJ got extended garbage time. He played minutes. 28 minutes. I'm not sure when the last time he played. I mean, I think 15. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> might even be able to score a few buckets in a <laughs> you know 50 ball game with the subs running around and nobody cares. And uh, speaking of the Bucks, uh, they got blew out today by the Raptors. Oof. And, um, and, and, and you know what? I'm going to say this because even in opening night, you know. Philly lost that game more than Milwaukee won it. And don't yeah. get me wrong, Damian Lillard came on in the fourth quarter, and you know he, he hit some a couple of threes late. But they that was not a strong or good game from the Bucks. And um and 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 and, and to speak of it, Damian has not been that good. A couple game. things I want to bring up. Uh, I've never been a huge Lillard guy, so like I I I'm not sold on he's this incredible superstar that's joined the Giannis. Um, and I think we're seeing a little bit of that. And I also think the way Lillard plays is kind of unique, and it's 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 Lillard oriented. And there's a bigger adjustment in doing that and combining him and Giannis than I think it is putting a player like Holiday or Porzingis into the Celtics mix. Like it's more of a seamless. Yeah, Holiday is. I mean, he's a wonderful person to play with. Yeah. And what revealed that to me more than anything was when they came out of the finals and he went to the, the, the Olympics. And on, like, one day's rest, like, Pop started playing him a lot. <laughs> and you're just like, you're like, 
oh no, he's doing because just everything's better when he's there. Yeah. He figures out like, okay, Katie's here. Here's what I know what the tools are. I know what I'm gonna do to make this five better. And he just does that intuitively. That's who he is. But when you bring a guy like Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard is, I have a game. Like I play Dame Lillard basketball, and that that's what I do. I take bad deep threes and struggle when people trap me. (laughs) That's like, that's what he is. And so that, you know, and you have to play that way. Yeah. You know, but, but a guy like, like holiday, and and I'm I'm not to say this is like one guy's better than the other, but like holiday's an easier functional fit into any group of players than Dame Lillard is. He is. And, um, and, 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 you know, Giannis has struggled in a couple of losses this year as well. You know, and he's, he keeps he didn't shoot any three tonight, but he's shooting fourteen percent on the season. He was shooting just way too many, but and I guess he tried to like self correct himself tonight by not taking any. Um, but but also you have you have in this where um, Chris Middleton has since his injury, he, he's 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 become worse than Tobias. Like if I was a Milwaukee Bucks fan, because you know. Even when he got that first injury, they still had to pay him. It was time to pay. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so he's he's getting he he's getting paid. He's a third star. Like he's getting third star money. You and know he's, what I mean? he's performing like just an average guy. No, well this season, it, last season was below average to below average. This season, he's just been a bum. He's averaging yeah. five points a game. Five points. I didn't know this until I'm literally just not looking at it. But five points and uh, two rebounds and four assists. Um, thirty percent field goal and twenty percent three. That's just that's just not going to. Those do are PJ Tucker numbers. Yes, those are PJ Tucker's numbers. <laughs> yeah. That is, I mean, you, that's you, what exactly what that is. You're, the, the the Bucks will not achieve anything if his level of play doesn't doesn't pick up significantly. Significantly, and he's probably and it, you know, the thing is is he's really the the prognosis for that is not good because again. It seems as though the injuries have had a significant impact on his functionality. Except that, but also except this, like with Dame Mm. and Giannis, like kind of alpha dogging this out, like his usage rate, his opportunities are going to be much lower. Yeah. And, um, you know, and again, if he's already playing badly, that it's, it's going to be that much harder to go out. What are they going to do? Like go, go through a couple games where they still haven't figured out one and two, and then just try to spoon feed three to get him going. That's a tough ask. I don't know that that's going to happen. So work. he's going to have to dig himself out of hell. Yeah, and it, it it may not happen to be honest. That's that's disgusting. I didn't even know that. That's, no, that's really bad. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> that's yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then across the league, you have um, the Heat are struggling, but we all knew that was going to happen. Um, Looks like the Nuggets are going to take their first loss tonight. That was eventually going to happen. <laughs> they're losing to the Nuggets. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, they're losing to the Timberwolves. Hey, it was an inter squad scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Anthony Edwards having a good game tonight. That's a part of that. When reason. doesn't he? Yeah, I know, right? Um, uh, guy, guy farts good games. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, on to the. I was going to say, uh, the, 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 what I was going to say, um, the other one is the Suns. Oh, are, are we, we about the Suns. Yeah. are we potentially looking at another New Jersey or Brooklyn situation where you just don't see these top three guys play very often together? That is definitely one way to look at it. And, you know, this is how because this is a thing, right? That is terrible for athletes to go a whole offseason. Right. And 
either you don't you don't play that first week or two. It's like, damn, what kind of injury? And you didn't come off a major injury, right? Like it's not like you tore your Achilles or ACL, right? Right? Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and presumably, everyone's thinking like, yeah, well, you know, they're going to come out. We're going to see how the Suns play this you, first you week. Had a whole week. off season a whole to off get healthy season. and prepare to play these games. Yeah. yeah. And the first game you're not there, and then in Booker's case, you play the first game or two. You play the first game, and then. Uh, Catch an issue. <laughs> yeah, I can't play for the next two to three weeks. That's just not a good sign. No, it's terrible. It's an awful um, sign. It's terrible. And now you're trotting KD out with some, you know, um, role players and reserves. Yeah. And you know, and they did do a good job. I told you off that last trade where they got some more extra guys in who could play basketball. Yeah. With Nurches and all those guys. I mean, I think they're, I think they're enough. two and two as of last night. So it's not disastrous. No, 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 no. But, but the parallel to the Brooklyn thing where you have these three really talented guys, but they may, you know, you. You, you may get to the end of the year and they've played 15 or 20 games, yeah. all three. Like, that's a disaster. It is. Yeah, if you go back in time, though, like, the ideal confluence of a super team was in a lot of ways the Celtics in 2008. Because they, like, everybody got healthy. They took their famous Ubuntu trip to Europe. And they came out of the gates. I think they were, like, 20 and 4. Like, like they came out firing on all cylinders and immediately became a thing. And that was that was kind of like the way this is supposed to work. And, you know, you go back to the heat. The first year was an uphill climb for them with LeBron and Bosh. And that Brooklyn situation never got good with KD and Kyrie and, and later Harden. And I hope we're not looking at the same thing in Phoenix. Now, I'm not a huge Phoenix fan. And I don't necessarily care, but as a basketball fan, I want I want to see this operate. I want to see what it looks like. And I want to see them at their height against Denver. Yeah, and, and see the, the 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 comparison there because, and you know, and I've been on record. I don't think KD is the same player, you know, and and I I, I think he's overrated in a sense, and um, you know, and it's just always an excuse. I mean, last night you just you 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 can't just let the ball fucking you can't let somebody just rip the ball away from you. <laughs> and, and and you know against the Spurs like a child like a child man and uh, and in true NBA fashion they come out with the uh, two minute report about that and it's like oh nobody fouled KD so we got <laughs> we got that one right <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah so yeah, it, I I, I want to see it I don't know we don't know how Bill we know KD and Booker can hoop together and play well we saw it last year when yeah. whenever they were on the court together. We were able to see it. I don't know how Bill is going to incorporate himself into that, but that's shit. That's something we want to see. And right. <laughs> when the hell are we going to see it? And like you said, that's a lot of parallels to the to the Brooklyn guys. I mean, there I, I don't foresee any one of those guys being an outlier and being healthy and just not playing like Kyrie right. for some social injustice reason. But but uh, outside of that, man, you know we, we, we you know even fully healthy and on the court, I, I don't think I still don't think they're a better team than Denver. Um, and that's what we, I mean. That's what that's what the team was put together to do. Remember yeah, now, see that the team chose the team chose um, uh, 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 Nikola Jokic over Nurches. You know, he was there. He was their starting center, and they had to choose one. I think right? That, would, what, that, that was wasn't Nurches. That was Denver. Yeah, Denver. Right, no, Phoenix. I thought you were saying Phoenix. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I'm comparing how Phoenix is playing Denver. I don't think they can match up. But then oh, okay. just quickly move to the point of now that um, now that Phoenix has Nurchits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. at starting center. And, yeah. and, 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 and 
you know, Denver chose Nikola over Nurtures. You know, I, I, I'm sure damn, they played a ton in, in practice. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. sure they, you know, yeah. they battled. Like, they, they literally, Denver was literally trying to figure out which one of these big men do we keep? Yeah. You know, because Nikola wasn't Nikola this Nikola. I mean, he was a project guy who was becoming, like, a really good NBA player. I remember Jamal Murray talking about this, too. You have to, you have to watch that clip because he was saying how, you know, we both had guys ahead of us. And he's talking about nurtures. But I yeah. forgot the guard that was over. And he was like, me and Jamal, I mean, me and um, Jamal Murray is talking about how him and um, Nikola Jokic, you know, they, they, when they, when it was time to, for the reserves to play the starters, they always took it extra personal. Oh, yeah, they thought sure. they were better than those guys, and they always should have been playing over those guys. Yeah. And, and, you know, so I want to see that again and see if, you know, some the bad The first time up. I saw Jokic was in the skills competition. Mm. And I think it was like him, Perzingis, and maybe Towns, but he won it. And, like, I literally almost had no idea who he was. Mm-hmm. But, like, he just was effortlessly doing stuff – and like he was literally doing it with like a smile on his face, and I was kind of like, "Who is this guy? Like, what's going on?" And like, it was kind of interesting to think back. And then he became like clearly the best of those three players. <laughs> yeah, you know, which was interesting. But like, I didn't, you know, I it was not the way. Cause Towns was the top pick, and Porzingis was, I think, the three pick in New York, and yeah, he came with a lot of fanfare. He was like the least heralded guy. But you kind of saw that first glimpse in the skills competition. They're like, holy crap, this guy could do some stuff. <laughs> but at that point, he had, like, there was a very evident like joy of playing mm. that that just jumped off the screen. Yeah. That I, I I think is a significant thing when you're when you're evaluating people. It is. I I, I, I don't think Golden State has enough this year. I think they need things to break their way. And what I mean by that is injuries from other players on other teams. Yeah. They they just don't have enough. Um I think Wiggins has maybe plateaued as, as as a player. Like that 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 one finals run that they had well, he, with he, him. He bought into rebounding. Yeah. And I remember after the series, like, yeah, it's kinda easy. Like I can rebound. <laughs> and it didn't like translate the next year. And then of course he had that then bizarre had that whole situation thing where he said on and arguably he probably hasn't recovered from it. Whatever happened. Yeah. I think when he came to the Warriors initially it was like a breath of fresh air to him. Yeah. And he embraced it and, and he did very well. And he again he rose to the moment in the finals, found like what he needed to do to make that team their best, but he hasn't made that a consistent thing. That's the thing. You're not looking right? at, at Wiggins' performances and saying, Oh, there's ten rebounds, eleven rebounds, you know. And I'm not saying he has to lead the league, but like that makes a difference because they are small. Yeah. And they are a perimeter shooting team. And every perimeter to shooting your point, he's team. Only, he's only averaging two rebounds this year. My God, that's only two more than me. <laughs> um you know, perimeter shooting teams need offensive rebounders. I mean, yeah. that, that's what like that was Dennis Rodman's value to the Bulls. Yeah. Like he created all these extra possessions. And Looney does a nice job, but when you have kind of two guys doing that, um, it it makes that difference. It's a force magnifier. It is. And to your point, he averaged uh, eight in that postseason run. Um, and I think he yeah. was double figures in the finals isolated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in, in the, the games with the Celtics. No, that was I, the I entire think. postseason. Yeah. The eight. Yeah. Yeah. But, he, and, and it, but it was a thing. It was noticeable. It had a huge impact in the way the games were played. Yeah. And he, at that moment, seemed to buy, buy into it. And I, we're still not clear on what the hell happened last year. Yeah, we're not on totally. On the personal side of things. Not totally clear. It was, yeah, it could have been the situation with his girlfriend or the COVID thing, all type or, of Or whatever. Roles. It could have been a, another, like, an, an ailing relative or whatever. But yeah. He's you know he came back late in the year was not terribly impactful in a brief playoff run and then this year there's there's no 
there's no vengeance tour. There's no reestablishing himself <laughs> with two rebounds a game. Like it's just not happening. Exactly. And, and the, the Warriors need they they need all people firing. You know? They do, they do. And and and, 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 and Clay has been um, fine shooting the ball. He's he's been you know pretty good. Yeah. Um. And of course, Steph is Steph. But they need, you know, they definitely need. Um, and, I mean, Wiggins Draymond missed a couple games. Yeah, now Draymond he's back, missed the whole so he'll, he'll probably ramp up. He'll ramp up and be better. Uh, the bench guys have been decent, but there's there's no there's no leap in that Warriors team, right? right now. And that's right. like that's what like they 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 felt like they had a relatively low ceiling last year, which was revealed in the second round of the playoffs, and you needed some sort of leap, and it doesn't appear through five or six games that that there is any leap. No, which is yeah, not not a good sign. Yeah, what do you make of finally getting rid of James Harden? Oh yeah, Philly man, <laughs> finally got rid of James. Um, I, you know, and and people are still talking about the grade in the trade and things like that. Um, I I think Philly, I think both teams did what they wanted, got what they wanted right. So on the clip on, on the seventy six er side, that's that's my team here. I I, I it, it did a couple of things here. You know, so first of all, we got rid of James Harden, got rid of the problem, right? The guy who it was, it, you know, it's it, it's interesting when things are happening and we don't know why they're happening, but they are happening, right? So now we can uh, uh, assume or we we know that when James Harden got denied at the airport, <laughs> that's definitely at the, basically at the airport gate, and security turned him around to get on the team plane to go. That's you know that's more basically saying hey, we, you know we got to trade damn near. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're done. This is over. We yeah, don't it's need over to do with. This anymore. We just don't need to do this dog and pony show. Yeah. All right. Um. You know we got and there's a reason for it. Just go back home. We'll tell the media, hey, he needs to wrap up. <laughs> he needs to get in shape or whatever. He's best shape of his life or whatever. And so, um, so that's the reason why. And so we get rid of that that problem. And like I said before, I think it's a fun team on just on face without James. Now what we get back is we get picks back. We didn't really have picks of our own because we've had shitty gyms who just giving away anything to not get anything back. Um, so now we get a couple first-round picks. And then we get players for this year who are good um, veteran role players. You know, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, um, uh, Marcus Morris. And, yeah, a couple of those guys may be over the hill, but those guys can help. Right now this year, Batum, and def- Batum definitely, and maybe even Covington um, with, with spacing the floor and perimeter defense. Now, and then you give the keys to Maxi, and Maxi has been fucking awesome this year yeah. to start the season off. So you give the keys to Maxi. Um, he showed you that he can do. He's he's a better player than Harden now, you know. That just is what it is. He just is. And you give the keys to him, and then you you you, you run the team around him and Embiid. Now, what we got was flexibility. What people don't understand, right? So by them taking PJ Tucker, right? So that giving away PJ Tucker, that's like an added bonus for Philly. That that's not that's you know it's not a detraction because it, because of his contract, how old it is and how much he's getting paid. He's gonna be thirty nine this year, right? He has like two to three years left on his deal. He's getting paid a lot of money, and um, he's already not the player that he once was, right? And he's not a starting power forward in this league, but because of the way he plays and blah blah blah, you have to do it anyway. We now only have basically two players that are on contract for next year. That's Joel Embiid, and that's Paul Reed. And Paul Reed's contract. Is going to be non-guaranteed, okay? So we can bring back two max players along with Maxi, and then you can fill the team around, or you could just do Maxi and another and another superstar. 
But also, that's just that's next year. But also with the picks and with the players that we have now that are on the last year to deal, what's even more important, we can go out and get that guy right now at this trade deadline. Because yeah, if we it's have available. It, right, we via we have trade chips now. Yeah. Before we had zero trade chips. Nobody wants fucking Tobias Harris. Right. But now that we have multiple guys that are on the last year of the deal, and we have finally have picks now, we can go out and we can say, Chicago, you're fucking awful. Give us Zach Levine. We'll help you revamp this. And by the time Lonzo gets healthy in year 2050, you will have some picks to pair with him. Right, right. All right? Or, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan. I, they keep talking about um, uh, uh, Pat uh, Siakam. I'm not a huge fan of pairing um, Siakam with Embiid. But whatever, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Siakam and what and, and whoever else becomes disgruntled next. Yeah, we can do that, right? And so that's what I love about it is the flexibility of it on yeah. Philly side. And then then you you kind of flip it to the other side of this, and, yeah, and, and you got, you know, Kawhi, Paul George, Harden, and Westbrook, like which would be like a dream team in 2019. And now, like, all those guys are on the, the back end of their careers and not quite once they, what they once were. Right. Can they, and most of them have questionable health issues to begin with. To begin Can with. this group stay healthy enough to compete when it matters in the spring? Or, you know, will they basically injure themselves out of any sort of contention? Uh, and then can they gel in some meaningful way? Russ has actually been pretty good so far. Um, yeah, Russ, Russ hasn't been bad. But now, but what with, does this trade with, do? with Harden? Like now, like what does that look like? And you know, and Kawhi's been pretty mediocre this year. Yeah. Like he hasn't yeah, he's had. Been, yeah, he's, he's playing, but he hasn't. He hasn't average. Had you know any signature games? No, no. You know, and so I, yeah, they're kind of just and, there. And, and Kawhi is in that early LeBron Lakers stint where he plays defense when he wants to. Yeah, he's yeah, not for sure. the defender he once was. So that kind of that takes away from Kawhi's appeal. You know, it takes away from his his overall impactfulness on the court is what I mean to say cuz he's not going to give you any um any um way setting up his teammates making his team better. And I yeah, and never was that. No, never yeah. was that. My thing with this and, and like I just I understand why guys reach a certain point in their career and they have to kind of pick and choose what they're going to do. And they can't do it you know, high level for, you know, 38 minutes a game. But I still, like, it, it, I, I'm just not a believer in the on-off switch. Mm. And I don't think if you're if you're not playing at a consistently high level, if you're not doing things the right way a huge percent of the time, it's hard to get in the middle of a series and flip the switch and uh, you'll be an amazing two-way terror. I just, I think that that's, like, almost, becomes almost impossible. No, I definitely agree. As you're talking, though, there is a part of me that thinks the Clippers are idiots for making this trade. Just because everything that you have right now, this team is tied to Kawhi Leonard's health. And Kawhi Leonard and Paul George together, their health. If they're not healthy, James Harden, no James Harden, you're not doing anything anyway. Right. right? So... You you got rid of every single now you you're barren with assets. You don't have a pick till like 2030, 2031. You don't have any way to impact or to add to this team anymore, okay? And you and and, and you were able to keep Terrence Mann, whoop de doo. He's not a fucking, you know, whatever, world beater. He's he's not going to be an important enough piece to keep. Now, and you've made some terrible deals along the way that make 76ers GMs look like fucking geniuses. The fucking Shea Shea Gilders 
you know, that trade was just awful. You know, and then, you know, to get to get Kawhi over there. But not only that, because you, you release so many of your other picks and stuff like that. And so now you get James Harden here who, who, who hasn't performed in the playoffs, which is which is what you're going to be measured by as the Clippers anyway. Right. And, and then Russell Westbrook, you kind of what do you do with him? Now, the talk is you're going to move Harden to the two to keep Westbrook engaged in, in, in his current role. How the fuck is that going to work? Right, and so there's there's way more questions than answers, and and you gave up so much to have all of these questions. Here's the thing, um, at the end of last year, I was comfortable with the idea of getting rid of Kawhi and Paul George and blowing yeah. this team up. I was very comfortable with the idea, because your your team is tied to the health of a guy who's never healthy, and if that's the case, you're screwed. I, I and I don't like James Harden, so I, I'm not. I can't say that I like this move. Because it involves James Harden. What I can say I potentially understand in this move is that they, if you if you accept the premise we're going to keep Paul George and Kawhi, we're not going to blow it up. Like, what other move did you have? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell well, you this. Listen, because right. think about this, and this, this will be your answer. Think about this. At the end of this year, Paul George can leave. He has a player option. He can leave and leave you with nothing. Okay. Right. Kawhi can also leave. He has a player option. He can leave and leave you with nothing. Right. James Harden can also leave and leave you with nothing. Right. With the Westbrook and Terrence Mann. And you could be the worst team in the fucking league in that next year. And fucking Michael Jordan himself can be the number one overall draft pick. And you wouldn't be able to fucking pick him because you don't have your pick for t- until 2030, 2031. Right. So you, what you do is you have to hang on to something, to one of your assets, to something. And, but and, what's and, that and you, asset, and you, and, and, um, Hold on. And I'm going to tell you, and you, whatever picks you, you already gave away, you have to hold on to those picks because you have to know I'm going to be bad soon. These guys are going to leave. And whether James Harden is here or not, we're, we're tied to their health. I, I don't think... Well, here's so, here's uh, the next part uh, of what fully, I was going to say. Fully healthy, I don't think this team is that much better than that team without Harden. You understand? I I, I agree with so. you completely. I'm not saying I like the. I thought you should blow up the team and trade those guys. Before. I think that was the most. That's ideal. what I believe, yeah, and I think that was the what best. I'm saying. Yeah, that accepting that you're going to keep those two guys, the Harden move is. It's, it's just kind of like an all-in move, but it's a it's a funky all-in move yeah. because again. If everybody stays healthy and somehow figures out a way to play together, maybe you're really damn good. Yeah. Or the alternative viewpoint is we've got enough stars that even if we get to the end and one of these guys or even two is out, we still have two. Or we might have three. And maybe that's enough. It's a desperate move. Yeah. But I think that's almost the logic that's of it. That's probably the logic right there. You know, and, and at the end the of the day, like, again, if everybody does leave, you know, then you almost bottom out by definition and you, you're in rebuilding mode. And you still have, you know, you have Balmer who's willing to spend money. Uh, you have L.A., which is And they are an going attraction. to a new arena. You know, so, so in theory, they're probably not assuming they're going to lose all those guys who are out of contract. They'll maybe thinking, well, we can pick, choose, prioritize, and do what we want at the end of this be- and, and, and let those guys yeah. go. And then 
you know, okay, we you know, what, like maybe we do it with Paul George. We let the other guys go, but now we've got money, we've got options. Mm-hmm. We bring in another guy to play Paul George, and you know we kind of see what you got quicker. there. Yeah, and you kind of believe that's probably that's that probably way. the line of thinking there. Yeah, that's probably the line of thinking. But it's it's just it's, again, it's not appealing. It's not appealing, yeah. and way more questions than you would want for in a in a professional franchise. For sure, and it's not not the way I would want to do things. Yeah. But you try and maybe see another perspective, and I think that, that has might to be, be the, Yeah, that has to be that line of thinking. It's the only line of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else is just would be crazy. But yeah, I I I I, I think so. Um, uh, uh, Wimby. Webby, I, I like what I've seen so far. Like what, I, and also what you've heard. He's he's yeah. been you know he's been pretty good. And um, he matter of fact, in his last press conference after they you know beat the Suns, um, and he had that um, that good put back there to 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 um close the lead to one or two there. Uh, they asked him, they were talking about, hey, how did you feel about going up against KD? You know, it's a guy that you're you know a lot of times compared to, and he was just saying how he broke it down to where it was like, man, I could just. Tell like I, I I'm not a you know I want to be a master of the game like KD is I have a lot more to learn, um and he says I think it may be you know the pace of the game how he you know he controls me I'm just out there I'm just going, with him he picks his spots he knows his uh, his 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 um, pace and things like that I like that what he was saying about that yeah I again it's it, we have not had like monster statistical games, but the Spurs are two and two, and that's not terrible. And what you saw from Wemby, and, and I think it was the first game, he was in some foul trouble. I didn't watch the beginning of the game, but he, when I tuned in, he was on the bench with foul trouble. He came into the game, he scored five in a row quickly, and then added another basket. So he had seven <coughs> upon returning in the fourth quarter for a rookie in his first game. Like to have that sort of impact on the game. When you've been saddled with foul trouble when the night is not necessarily gone how you envisioned it going that's a significant measure of mental strength and and again confirmation that this guy is something of substance and then the conversation that you just mentioned what i had not heard like that is insightful stuff it is that's real basketball stuff and that shows you and this is what I suspected about this. There's a purity of purpose and a discipline to what he's doing that is going to be the difference in becoming great or just a guy who with a lot of potential who didn't pan out. And that, again, is confirmation that his mind, he's asking the right questions. He's locked into the right things to observe. And that's hugely significant. Because even among talented people, there's a lot of folks who just they don't really see the important stuff. They may have great talent or great ability, but like they're not asking the right questions to really get to another level in this. That 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 is uh that is very true. That is very true. Now I took I take two things away from this. Number one, not most important, but number one, it's a, let's end this and it's a hawk of shit that is easier to score in Europe and these other places than it is. I mean, like it's easier to score in the NBA than these other places. Let's just, let's stop it. 
Um, the only person that applies to is Luca. He's a special person. <laughs> Luca, you're going to score this many points anywhere you fucking go if you're allowed to take that many shots. You're fucking special. You're a beast. You're a monster. But like all these other guys, like even Giannis, like Giannis, you don't score as easy. Like 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 you struggle to score in some spots, especially late in games and things like that. It's been documented, free throws and 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 shooting the ball and things like that. It's not easier to score in the NBA than it is these other places. All right, that's a hawk of <laughs> shit. I've seen enough. Um, number two though, I I'm slightly disappointed in in Wimby. And okay. what and what I've been seeing, and I just I I he's going to be a great player. He's going to be a really good fucking player. He's going to be a great player, but you know the what he's not what these people were telling me he is, and not okay. not you, but like you know how people take something and run away with it. You know, saying hey, it's a better prospect coming out than LeBron. Oh and yeah, 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 those people. You know, we saw plenty of those. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, all time great already, and. He would be an all-star year one for locked, locked and loaded, and not saying that can't happen in these things. But he, but but what I'm saying, he's not the LeBron thing. No, you know, LeBron came in day one, literally, literally day one. Not not you know not. Well, I, say, I I I mean, you know, I'll never forget this. I, I saw LeBron's first possession that he played a, a summer league game yeah, here, I and they put it in the arena. Game. Yeah, and the very first possession he had, he had a high pick and roll. And again, you're 18 years old. And what he did off that high pick and roll was read the help and bullet a pass to the corner when the when the when they dove to cover the the, the roll man. Like that's already like high level stuff. Yeah. Like that that's you know n- not a ton of guys do that. Right. And that was his first play in an NBA, you know, situation. Um yeah, no no comparison there. Um and so, yeah, in terms of, like, the hyperbole, but I've kind of almost, like, immunized myself to it. Like, I don't... I don't you do that with everything. Yeah, I do. I don't... Like, I just yeah. make my own opinions. I watch, yeah. I observe. I, I'm not listening for other people to tell me. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the stuff that I'm looking at. Yeah. Okay, guy's in deep foul trouble, sat for a stretch of a game, and what does he do when he comes in? And he made plays. Great sign. I'll take that. Yeah. You know, your thing after the game, what's this guy talking about? Yeah. Like, you know, what, what, is he just, hey, I had fun out there. Or no. <laughs> like, you know, is it American Idol? Like, oh, like, you know, nobody voted for me. I had fun and it's, it's what it's all about. No, motherfucker. It's about learning your craft. Yeah. And so he's asking the right questions. So you could see the improvement, you know. Yeah. And, and I analogize him, not play stylistically, but again, and he's, it's, it's more like, and he's way better at this moment, but it's more like a Giannis progression than a LeBron James mm. progression. And LeBron, I mean, Giannis came over, body was be, not I think it would be a little quicker than Giannis, but still. No, but he's, still. he's already well advanced to that. Yeah, yeah. But the idea that like he came over with not quite the physically mature body, uh, you know, not quite you know figuring out who he is as a player. And to me, when I watch Victor offensively, that's the biggest thing. Like. Like all the really high level offensive guys, all the scorers in the league have a very methodical way that they get the points. And right now, Victor's not there yet. He doesn't quite know his spots. He doesn't quite know the pace that he wants to get to his spots. And so there's a lot of possessions where he's offensively not particularly involved just with this Spurs team. And it's not because they have another great offensive player. It's just 
they don't they, there's not like an understanding of hey we you know what is he going to do is he going to operate off the elbow is he going to just be like a pick and pop guy like where are we getting these points and you see flashes like sometimes it's like a drive and a lefty dunk the other night sometimes just catching and shooting sometimes it's uh kind of some kind of funky incredible like uh Alley oop type things that aren't shouldn't normally be alley oops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like it's just some like he's outrageous. like facing the wrong way. And the yeah, we've seen pop. And... We've seen pop plays. Yeah. We just haven't seen the pop games, and it's yeah. going to happen. We we like we. What's well, going to happen until he figures out what what is my offensive game? No, no, no I'm saying what I meant by it's going to happen. Yeah. Like he's going to have some dominant games. Is yeah, what I'm saying like, yeah, that's sure. going to happen. He, we're going to look and he's going to be he's going to have a statistical game crazy. I think he's going to have a game with ten blocks or more. You know, he's going to get a thirty or forty piece. Like he's going to have some crazy games. He could he um, could. I mean, he it's really possible. Like like he is as he matures. I could I could see. Him dropping not not just one, but I could see him dropping the occasional quadruple, quadruple double. double. Yeah, it, it's not yeah. off the page, and then there could be some yeah. like, you know, like uh, you know, just like almost like Wilt Bill Russell, like you know, thirty one points, twenty one rebounds, and ten blocks. Yeah, those yeah. sort of crazy. Probably games. not this year, but in yeah, his I mean, career, yeah. in his yeah, career, yeah, yeah. over the over time, yeah. you'll see that. Yeah, you know, Hakeem had quite a few uh, quadruple. Doubles. Yeah, he was. Yeah, like, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, he may be the leader in that. Yeah, if, 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 if yeah. Or maybe the admiral, but I think it's the king. No, I think the king um, was was more yeah. I think in he was more category. Known. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I agree. But uh, yeah, I could see where yeah, it's if if versus the hyperbole, there's a measure of disappointment. But if your expectations for were realistic yeah. for a seven four guy to come in at 19 years old to the NBA under a bunch of fanfare and function, we're on track. We're on track. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're well on track. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Um, that was a, another NBA thing I wanted to talk about there. It was on my mind just then, and, he's, and it, it escaped me there. Um, <laughs> oh, he said, Chris says, uh, Britton Johnson uh, dunked on him. <laughs> but, um, and he said, yeah, I was at the Summer League game, too. Yeah, we all were there then. God damn, I, we I didn't, didn't know wanna, each other back then. No, we, we didn't, we didn't. I didn't want to miss like it, man. That was like 2003? Yeah, man. Damn. It was no way I was going to miss that. Matter of fact, uh, no, yeah, me and Chris didn't. I, yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm fine. Like, I'm like, like. I don't immediately like jump on stuff like that, but like there was a moment like during the course of that day that I'm like, wait a minute, this is potentially historic. I better get over there. <laughs> like that was literally the process. Exactly. I think I went from work straight over there, and, but it was just, there was a feeling. It's like at some point in the day, it's like no, I have to be there for this. No, you just you just have to, man. You just have to for sure. You check on. I, I still check on the Nets from time to time. The Nets because of Ben. Because of Ben. I root for his demise. <laughs> his ongoing demise. They beat Charlotte pretty bad. They beat Charlotte down. Charlotte has been just awful. Yeah. Um. Let's see what LaMelo's if, doing this year. I was going to say, if you're LaMelo Ball, you got to get out of there. You have to. At, um, at the first opportunity. He had a terrible game tonight, but. Did he? But he's averaging 14 and 9, 14, 9 and 6. Yeah, that's uh, not enough. Yeah. Shooting 25% from the field. That's awful. That's, I mean, that's those numbers are more analogous to his brother. Like he's supposed to be better than that. He's supposed to be probably a twenty-two, twenty-three point. Oh, guy. he fouled out too. Ah, well, no. He was trying to play some defense. <laughs> Either that, or he just was so badly out of position that the fouls just fell on top of him. 
about Phil and Tepper. I, I was watching a Mavs game like a long time ago with Bryson. And, like, so the, the Mavs were on defense, and Dirk, like, somebody did like a half a spin, and Dirk, like, wheeled back and almost fell down and was completely out of the play. And Bryson, who hadn't said like a word in 30 minutes, goes, Dirk better get his shit together. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> a man of few words, but great insights. <laughs> I I I I'm gonna tell you something, man. You know I was on the Chet train from day one. I yeah. wanted Magic to pick him and all that. I, I, I'm, I'm glad to be on this train, man. You You're know, glad. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's having a good season as well. You know, he's averaging uh, 15 and six. Um, you know, he had a what an eight block game the other day, seven blocks I think. Seven yeah. Blocks. Well, like, I want I want to shoot 60 percent from three. I want I want to propose something. In the um. I'm in a soccer chat, and so there's there's basically in the in the English regular season there's 38 games, and we have a rule in the chat that you can't talk about like positions, uh, like first, second, third until 10 games are done. Mm. I don't think we I think we should wait for 20 games before declaring anybody having a good or bad season. I just feel weird saying it after four or five games. Not it's a just, good or bad season. Just how are they playing? But that's literally so what far. we're saying. <laughs> well, how he's playing so far. Yeah, a lot can happen, of course. Uh, he yeah. can fall off. A player can get a lot better, and they and and both of those things will happen to all of these players. Yeah, yeah. But I I I do find it interesting. No, but if two, well, two guys, two game. guys that we talked about, like so so Middleton, Middleton, oh, like Middleton. With five points a game. Like okay, let, at twenty games, are we still under ten points? That's, that's crisis time, yeah. That's you know, but if it's you know if it gets up to twelve or thirteen or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that means and, and Lamelo fourteen with very bad shooting, you know, okay, four or five games in, let's not overreact. I fully agree with at, those two at, guys. At twenty, at twenty games yeah. in, are we still around fifteen points? Is the yeah. percentages still low? Yeah. Now we got a you know problem. But I do think when we're looking at this, like let's not overreact on a small sample size and kind of let you know let things find their level. No, no, that's that's very true. That's very true. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I, I, the Lakers are squeezing by. They beat the. I, I watched the whole game against the. They played the Magic. Yeah. And um, and and and, and you know, LeBron has been coming through late. Um, late in these games, Father Time is on his back. <laughs> um, but he's able to. Um, it's, it's sad that they're going. He's their clutch guy, but he, he's, he's become their <laughs> clutch moment. Who guy. else was it gonna be? It needs to be somebody else. Man. <laughs> but yeah. But if I mean honestly though, if you take that away from him, like what is he doing? Um, not 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 you know not a ton. But that's um, what I'm saying. Like like yeah. if you're not gonna, you know, play this way to get get it to him late to make a few things happen. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. okay, what what's the point of do? having it? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to have something that he needs to deliver. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I, I, you know, it's still early in the season, but I, I, I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I, I, the Lakers? I, yeah, I don't know if it's they weren't not, very good last year. I don't know if it's that if they're not as good as last year, or if it's just the West really got that much better, or you know uh, how we perceive the West or what have you. You know. Um, well, I mean, but but you know, again, it's think about last year. Like, if you take away the playoff run, if you specifically take away the Warriors series. They were bad. Yeah. They were not good. You know, but but the, the really the the defining moment of their seasonal success was the second round Warrior series. Yeah. The first round, I forget who I mean they get they got they're in a play in, they got through that and they won the first you know, they, first who round. did they beat? Who, who was the 
Yeah, I I forget. I want to say. I want to say it was um was it oh Memphis Memphis yeah and they punked uh, they, they they it was Memphis yeah Dylan Brooks imploded and all that and Memphis so, has been awful this year so far I and, mean yeah. which you know but and Memphis was a little vulnerable last year with like the jaw nonsense and all that it was a you know a turbulent season and so Phil I mean the Lakers were a play-in team get that oh. matchup win it and then they beat the Warriors who again we the Warriors had their own problems. It just a lot of things fell right at the very end to mask what was otherwise a very mediocre season. I know there's two things I want to talk about. And I'm glad I found them. First is Luca, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've also been a Luca guy since day one. I just I think he's fucking amazing. And 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 here goes the thing, right? I hate this about sports. I hate this one thing about you, and I hate this one thing <laughs> about, about me. the media. Not- yeah, because because listen, man. Guys can be on bad teams, and I don't think, I don't think that should um, hurt guys as much as it does over the lifespan of sports and any sport, um, team sport. And I just, I just think that that's a shitty card, man, for athletes to have. Um, Nikola Jokic is not that much, if he's not that much better than Luca, if he's better at all. I don't think so, but he's just not that. He's, he's just not. But because he has a championship, his team is a lot better than Luka. His team is going to win more games this year than, than Dallas Mavericks. They're probably going to advance farther in the playoffs than Dallas Mavericks. Even if he wins a second championship, I still don't believe that to be true. But it, it, in the sports circle and in every conversation, it will be. Nikola will probably be the best player in the league. He'll have that title. Right now, it's still kind of up in the, in the air. They kind of want to see him do it again. To, to, and then they'll probably go extra crazy about it. But Luca is a, he's a fucking monster, man. He's just he's just a monster. And yeah, I, I, I'm gonna confess this. I don't like watching him play. Ah, I, 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 there's only so many step back jump shots I can endure. But yeah, but when, when but when you're down and when you when you're down and he's making them, did you see the one shot he made? Man, they're down, they're down, they're what? They're down four. The shot clock, they get the ball to him. The shot clock is down to two, and he got two, three people on him, and he just does this thing here from the three point line. Yeah. It's like a half hook, and it fucking goes in. He makes some incredible shots. He you know, I don't. His I don't dribble know. game is nice, and yes, he's a he's an isolation player, a high usage player. Um, and they they say it's Harden, but even in in Harden's prime of prime, what we're saying this I, this is different. This is on a different level than even Harden in his in his prime of prime, man. Um, but that that like here's the thing: you gotta prove that you're better than that. Than what? Than Harden. He already has. Well, but like, he's already led his team to a conference finals. You know he's like he he's already has so many clutch moments. He's not a guy that fades. Hard the Harden's thing is he was one of the one of if not the best offensive talent that we've ever seen. That's his moniker. That's yeah. his tag. The problem with that is he has never ever not even one time been that in clutch moments in a playoff performance. I, I get that. Luka has already had that in his young career. He's already had plenty of those type of performances. Like, even when they lose, it's not Luka. Luka's shooting good percentages, averaging over 30. Right, right, right. What, right. Versus what, Harden. What, what he is is a guy that needs to get the fuck out of Dallas. I, I mean, mean... At the end of the day, if Dallas can't... I mean, that that's the thing of the modern era. 
when players have power, you've got to exercise it for your own good. And what about the crowd that says, you know, the old guy stuck it out. Jordan stayed with the Bulls, and the, the Kobe stayed with the Lakers, and he had to leave to go do it. And, and they won that. titles. What about those guys? What, what, what I'm what? talking about, I know you don't care about those people who think and say <laughs> yeah. those things. I like, who cares? Like, uh, like, it's player empowerment. Like, you, you have to be, you know, you, you know what you're chasing. You're chasing titles. That's how all the absolute dudes are measured. And if you don't have any of those at the end of your career, you're not going to be in that conversation. I, 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 and I, I don't think that's fair. It, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you play basketball, <laughs> they keep score for a reason. I understand it is what it is. I'm saying it shouldn't be that it, it shouldn't be that way. It just shouldn't. I, I'm not into just Some guys Picasso at a 42-win team. <laughs> some guys should be excluded. But what is the exclusion? The exclusion like is saying he sucks. No, no, I'm saying this guy is in the elite class. He's in that elite class, whether he wins or not. What well, I'm saying, whether he, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he has to win. But, but, like right now, he should be in any conversation anybody's having. He should be in the best player in the world conversation. He should be whatever. Well, yeah, he Top is. Three, whatever. Generally, I, I, no, I don't believe that to be true. People, you don't believe he's in that conversation. I'm saying I don't believe the mass consensus. They always say either Giannis or Jokic. You got some, you know, crazies that will still say LeBron. Got some crazies that still will say KD, right? Tatum will be bought up before Doncic, um, Curry. Um, so uh, Doncic is not in that. He's not in that 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 elite group where people will say who's the best player in the world. He's not. He's his name is not mentioned as much as it. Not as nearly as even much among as it white be. people. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. It's a fair question. Uh, I think if we pull white people, he'll be right on up there. Unfortunately, I'm not in a lot of those conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, might, maybe it so. Be, it might be fortunate. <laughs> Can only handle so much ignorance. <laughs> Even in small doses. Yeah. Um, well, maybe so. Nah, I, just, I mean... I, I, know, I was thinking about the other day, like the, the Bill Parcells, like you are what your record says you are. Yeah. And there's no way around that. Yeah. Like they keep score. There's a scoreboard there. And it tells us what me, what matters. It doesn't have to get much further than that. You can admire a guy and think he's great and know that he's great. But it's like if you never put yourself in a position where you're winning, you know, it, it's just kind of what is the, what are we doing? What's the point of this? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. I mean, your basketball art, that's it. Put you in a museum. That's it. Well, I'll save my last topic. We have already went past. Oh, come on, I man. Yeah, we yeah, can't we, have a topic. I, I well, no, it's not a timely topic. It's a topic that can be talked about any time. Um, still, now I'm fired up. <laughs> and I have to sit around for the next seven days. That's it. Yeah, Waiting for this to circle around again. <laughs> well, you guys have been on the bench. <laughs> 